0: Good evening, and welcome to The Real Study. With your hosts, Mr. Snippets.
1: I don't have a problem with him, but I don't think he's that and a bag of chips. Black Girl Marvel.
2: I cried laughing. That was hilarious.
1: Tyler
3: Makes Films. That was, like, our favorite movie for some reason. I mean, it was really good. I enjoyed that movie.
4: All the movie things. I think the thing I, I why I enjoyed it more to was the fact that we were gonna talk about it from this perspective.
0: The pre-review with Blind Biggie.
5: Hey, this is Blind Biggie. Welcome to the Pre-Review. And
0: me, the Real
5: Study Movie Voice Guy. I'm the Real Study
1: Movie Voice Guy. Let's go to the poster wall. Good evening and welcome to the real study. My name is Mr. Snidbits, and with me as always is Black Girl Marvel. Tyler makes films and all the movie things. Welcome, everybody. And our special guest today is Lieutenant Commander Ray, also known as Ray Ray, uh, also known as Rachel, uh, who is our resident Star Trek expert. No doubt, at least in my book, uh, if I have a Star Trek question, I absolutely go to Ray for that. Uh, no doubt. Same. Uh, Same. Tonight, we will be dealing with the, dealing with, sorry, discussing is a much better word, the Kelvin timeline of the Star Trek universe. So that's the J.J. Abrams uh, double feature, if you will, and then Justin Lin's Star Trek Beyond. And we're going to jump right into it and say, how are we doing, everybody? How's everybody doing this week? Yeah. Solid. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Other than computer hisses, Longer week. Yeah, that's fair.
2: I wish it was a longer week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The week can get away from every week. Right?
2: No. We have two week- weeks. I'll sleep in
4: today,
1: though. That's yeah. true. At That's least. true. And I did. I did Ooh. take advantage of that. <laughs> I don't know if Law did. She did not. Doesn't sound like I was like...
2: sleep. <laughs> I was sleep. Nice,
1: nice. Well, we've got three Star Trek films as well as the pre-review, and we are going to have some pretty in-depth discussions because having a resident Star Trek expert, uh, we're going to definitely want to go as far into this as we can, uh, not only from a film banker's perspective and just kind of film generally, but also from a Trek perspective, if you will. But before we do that, Ray, uh, I know that you have been on TikTok for quite a while and you have a dedicated Star Trek page and you make a lot of Star Trek content. Can you tell us more about your page and kind of how you came up with making a full-on TikTok about it and where's your inspiration come from?
0: Yeah, so I started my Star Trek page, Lieutenant Commander Ray, in... May of last year, I had had like my other page, which is just like my personal kind of movie review page for probably like three months. I started in February. My niece was like, wanted to send me TikToks. And so I downloaded it so she could. And then I was like, let me see if there are other people on here talking about Star Trek. And that's kind of how it started. Um, But yeah, just kind of posting like just kind of feelers for probably the first couple of months and then I started taking it pretty seriously probably in like August or September last year. Mm
1: I like it. I like it. Uh, You do know a lot of other TikTok Trekkies or Trekkers. I I don't never know which term is proper anymore.
0: Trekkers or Trekkies, it doesn't matter. Either way. All right. I've always Uh, just been fond
1: of Trekkies just due to the the movie as well as just I like the way it sounds. I don't know. Um, But I I have seen you in many different lives with other Trekkers and Trekkies Mm -hmm. and... You guys have so much content in order to discuss. It feels like almost an unending amount because you've got what seven (laughs) shows now? Six, seven shows. Is it seven?
0: Um, there are twelve shows.
1: Twelve shows. I didn't realize. Okay, so what are the twelve shows? Now I gotta know what are all twelve. I know of a few. Apparently, (laughs) the original
0: series, the animated series, which is an animated. It's just one season from the original cast. The next generation. Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and then Enterprise, which is the one with Scott Bakula. That one was only Mm -hmm. four seasons. And then the newest series are Discovery. Uh, Picard and Lower Decks started the same year, which Lower Decks is an animated uh, show. Mm -hmm. And then um, Strange New Worlds is the newest one that came out this year. Prodigy started last fall. And then Short Treks, which is like one and a half seasons. It's like 12 episodes, but they're like between three minutes and 20 minutes. So it's a short, um, it's a short theory.
4: Oh. Okay. That's you, a lot. Do you know, you probably, you probably do know this, but what, what has been behind this whole push recently for so much Star Trek content? I feel like just the past couple of years, mm. you know, it's um, been just like so much Star Trek television I, content. Really, I no think lack of movies. the,
0: uh, push to um get people back in mm-hmm. and kind of yeah, yeah after enterprise got canceled mm-hmm. in 2004 there was a long time 13 yeah. years before there was an act- another television show cuz oh, discovery wow. didn't start until 2017 yeah so the kelvin timeline kind of reinvigorated that like there was mm-hmm. a lull like the fandom was like really feeling it at the mm-hmm. cancellation, it was the first Star Trek series to ever be canceled, ever. And it took a lot for that, the ratings in that show to drop to a point where they didn't make mm-hmm. any more shows. Oh, wow. And I think because the Kelvin timeline was so successful, they were like, maybe we should do this. Let's get back in. And I think the quality of the show, as far as visually um has improved a lot Mm, um mm -hmm. i don't really care about that because i i mean the old shows were Mm -mm. made with bailing hay they were (laughs) it was nothing (laughs) right um yeah but yeah i think the the movies saying yes people are still interested in star trek is is what made it kind of the resurgence that it is Mm,
3: nice all right and now it's getting a fourth movie too now right correct yeah. yeah so the
0: fourth movie is in the wings but they're making it
1: yeah i was gonna say it's delayed right now is that correct
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think yeah, we just sent an article of... about that yeah. i didn't know noah
3: howley was writing it before it got like shelved at one point the guy could do like yeah. fargo and all that i was like that sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah like,
4: interesting yeah well there, interesting. there was that story too the cast didn't even hear about it yeah like, the yeah. cast had no idea what yeah. was happening
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were like, being asked and they're like i don't
4: know Paramount what at like a big yeah. Paramount
3: that Mm -hmm. and then the cast was like oh uh, we didn't know about this (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) so uh you've you've done so many different versions of trek on your tiktoks i've seen you ask questions i've seen you highlight episodes you have a a great course i know that you've already suggested to tyler uh about how to get into star trek because this is his first kind of foray into into star trek um, tell us a little bit about that series of TikToks you made, and then we can move on um, to the films.
0: Sure, yeah. So it was in uh, December last year, so Watch with Mike, who I know is a friend of the podcast, um, mutual to all of us, I think. Yeah. Um, he mentioned that he had never seen any Star Trek. So at the time, I think I only had seven episodes, and then I updated it a few months ago. It's 10 episodes um, from four of the shows. And I think it gives a little bit of a breadcrumb taste of a couple of the different shows, so you kind of know if you have if you like Star Trek, yeah. yeah, and which version of it you like. And Gosh. once you kind of pick a series, it's easier to branch out. Um, but it feels extremely overwhelming with no place to start. It's like, who wants to watch fifty-six years of television, like, <laughs> with with no idea where to go?
6: Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah,
0: the playlist has helped I, I, quite a few of my mutuals who are very new to Star Trek started with that playlist. Um, so I'm <laughs> excited like people it. are using it. Yeah,
4: that's, no, that's, that's so. It. so- Great resource. Yeah. It really
1: is. It's similar to comic books. A lot of people have the same problem. They're oh, like, comic man. books have going on yeah. ninety years. Where do I start? And much like what right. you said, there's just grab, a, grab something and check it out and see. Yeah. Um, and Trek, yeah. of course, goes well beyond television and movies. There are books, and uh, I believe there are even yes. comic books of Star Trek. So yes. there's a lot out there. Um, that said, we are going to get into the Trek that we're talking about tonight, which is of course uh, starting with the 2008 reboot. Uh, i'd call it a hard reboot almost but it's also a Mm -hmm. sequel of sorts it's it's a little both yeah um and we get to revisit all the same characters but with new actors and we've got jj abrams and all of his lens flare glory you know going uh for this film uh so why don't we start with our uh our esteemed guest and find out this film
2: came out in 09 though oh nine
1: my apologies oh nine the late oh, the late aughts. You know, that's all I meant. Um, <laughs> let's start with Ray and find out what Ray thought of Star Trek when you first saw it in the theater.
0: Um, I love this one. I I really do. I think it does a great job of feeling like Star Trek, and also modern enough to get people to watch it who've never seen Star Trek. Um, the storyline is regular for a Star Trek movie. It's just excitement and let's be the good guys. It's a really good movie. I
1: enjoy it. All right, all right. And what about you Lala? What was your impression? Had you seen this series of Star Trek movies before?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um I'll watch anything with Chris Pine. <laughs>
6: okay.
2: <laughs> um I'm like, "Ooh, okay. Um no, but watching it now because I've I've watched them before, but I rewatch them now like whenever I watch something for the pod that I've already seen, it's like I I watch it more. I guess like more intently. I watch it, I get a more focused. And um, to kind of like pretty much just say what uh what Ray said is like I watched this with the eye of like, okay, if I didn't know anything about Star Trek, this would be a good movie for me to start with. But then if I do know something about Star Trek, it's still a good movie for me to watch because they they have references and they pull from history. So it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't alienate anyone. And I feel like mm-hmm. if you're going to reboot a series or reboot a franchise or something like that, that's the perfect way to go. Especially if you're not going to just like start all over again, re scrap it or something like that. You're going to make something for a fan base that is already, they already got a name. This fan base already has mm-hmm. a name. If you're going to make something for this fan base and then you want new people to join on to it. I think this is a perfect example of how to do that. Um, and in the end, you have the excuse of it's a different timeline. So, of course, things won't be exactly like you remember them being. Maybe people won't be the same ethnicity. People won't, you know, speak the same or slightly look the same or however it is. So you have that at your advantage, too. So I think that's very smart writing to incorporate that, too. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The action was good. Um, graphics are beautiful. Um and they still hold up. I know it's 2009 but it's 2022. So <laughs> technology yeah, it's changes. It's almost 15 yearly. years
1: old. It's weird. You know? Yeah, like it's crazy.
2: Technology changes yearly and I think it still holds up. I think it still looks beautiful when you see mm-hmm. when you see that ship just in the vastness of space. You're like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty you get a little lens flare in there. You're like, well, oh, chef's kiss. And so it's it's um I thoroughly enjoyed this. This one was a Cause it's like, we were all Kirk when we watched this, we were all Mm -hmm. like kind of thrown into this with him. So we're like, we're, we're on this ride with him. And again, for another like reboot, that's what you want. You want to hook us with the lead because he don't know nothing. And honestly, he has the brashness of us. We will be mad about some stuff too. Also his mama's shady. You gonna leave me? Who you, who? She just dip off world girl. (laughs) (laughs) I never oh, yeah. paid attention to that maybe in the was first one. I, don't know. I just yeah. never paid attention to it when I first watched it. I was just like,
6: <laughs> yeah. he
2: was 10 or something, yeah. and you and you went off world, and they barely dip into that. Maybe that's one of my biggest, biggest complaints, maybe, even though I still enjoyed the film, start to finish, was that mm-hmm. you never really explained where his mother went, why she went there. And then we only talk about her again in the third movie. And it's mm-hmm. just like, she don't matter, I guess. No game. <laughs> um, it's but don't more it about
1: shared. his dad, no doubt, where well, there's no doubt about For
2: that. For sure. Yeah. But don't show her to you. You
1: know what fair. I mean? Like
2: right. don't show her. Just be like she died during birth or something. Like don't make her alive. You know what I mean? Because right. it doesn't make sense that you would just abandon your child and and I think I read that she, she went off world to her oldest child or something like that. I read. But I was like, How is we supposed to know? She a bad mama in my book. I don't
3: I don't care anyway.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: tyler you have never watched a star trek movie or a show at all is that correct
3: uh well i watched this trilogy this is the only one i watched like a long time ago and i've only watched it maybe like once across my lifetime
1: so so it's a revisiting of your only trek experience
3: yeah
1: okay so what what was your initial impression and then what did you think this time around
3: i mean everything they said i i was surprised to find that a lot of the visual effects are really good if not Kind of better than some of the stuff we've been getting this year too. Um, again, like I, I talked with you guys before, where JJ Abrams, I think he's just really good at uh, reinvigorating franchises. Like Star Wars, mm-hmm. it, you can tell in this Star Trek movie. Like rewatching it now, he really set up the groundwork for what was going to eventually be him doing Star Wars. Right. Like the whole, especially the
2: especially the music. I'm yeah. gonna say that the <laughs> music was giving me hella Star Wars. I was like.
3: Or even when the when they do the warp, the warp was yeah. very similar to the whole. Oh like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I was like, I see you. You know, you know why? Like, um, I did enjoy the cast a lot. I I would say because J.J. Abrams, like he does, just for the most part, this movie's really good at just setting the groundwork. I think it mm-hmm. still leaves a lot to be desired as far as like. I enjoyed watching the dynamics and relationship between characters, but I think mm-hmm. the one that got focused on the most um, was Spock and Kirk, which, yeah, I guess that's the point. But, you know, I kind of wanted more of the other characters, mm-hmm. but I was thinking maybe, you know, like he's setting up for the next movie, but the next movie wasn't even going to happen until like three years later, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, yeah, like th- this is a really fun movie. I I thought it was a lot more dramatic than I remembered. And then when I went back, I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: All right. How about you, Brian? How many times (laughs) have you watched Star Trek 2009?
4: Um, This one I've seen the most of the Kelvin timeline. Um, I just really, I really love this one and have a lot of fun with it. Um, Yeah, it's beautiful to look at. Um, I love the cast. They they seem to have some great chemistry. and I, and I I do like the I, the idea of, like, trying to bring in these, you know, like, maybe some new people into Star Trek, as well as carry on, you know, the bring in, keep the fans, um, the current mm-hmm. fans still loving Star Trek, you know. So,
5: although I, I, I do,
4: I, as far as I, and Ray, feel free to, like, jump in here, but I, I have heard or felt that there's been some controversy about the Kelvin timeline among some, like, star trek hardcore fans like you know yeah Mm -hmm. so which which i understand but at the same time it's like you still have those that timeline of star trek no for sure it's like we have this other branch of star trek now but
7: yeah
4: um yeah so i I, i'd love to dig into into more about that because i'm very curious about that whole Um, drama about but yeah
0: um, the like there was a lot of people that had an issue with uh an a new timeline
4: yeah
0: because for up until this point everything in star trek was just one timeline right um so the, splitting the timeline was like
2: People our brains are, our brains like, are what?
0: Like, how, how can i follow along <laughs> yeah,
2: so you're, like,
0: you're a star trek fan
2: you like, should exactly be like
0: able it. to take in continuity in two mm-hmm. separate timelines like mm-hmm. Yep. There at yeah. least once every series they do a time reset. There's definitely there's <laughs> yep. always time travel. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean every series does it. So a new a new timeline. That's that's an actual, it's not a time travel where they go back to the original.
6: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, people people did not like it. People still don't like it. Every time I make a video <laughs> about the Kelvin timeline, they're like, Yeah. How can I follow along? We just had a new show come out. I'm like. Please
1: reel it Well, if anybody who watches about, Back to the Future so can tell that if you watch two, um, things they get. They felt like it was you know? fan
0: service to have Leonard come back.
1: Oh, oh it was total fan service.
0: Prime Spock in these movies, and I'm like, oh, why wouldn't it be oh, fan service? It's Leonard it's
1: Nimoy. Right. It's right.
0: Leonard yeah. Nimoy. Like, but also you need him as the benchmark. Like, right. as much right. as right. William mm-hmm. Shatner was a benchmark so is leonard and to have him come back and him the the reason it made so much sense um is because he's vulcan they could have easily had william do it but it wouldn't have made sense he he's already been dead
1: he would have kamikaze the the, the nero Um, ship anyway he wouldn't have actually like do anything right yeah
0: and be be alive He's well, it's eighty years
6: it was, old. Yeah, yeah, it exactly. Was
2: illog- it was illogical for William Shatner to, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. See what I did there?
0: Um, to come back and in, and kind of hold together that first mm-hmm. movie, um, and reintroduce it's like holding their hand almost. Like, hey, yeah, it's okay.
6: Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. exactly. On. Um, yeah.
0: and We got Leonard Nimoy. There you go. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> right, you guys? Okay. He's okay. If,
1: yeah. if they like we it, it the it's Kobayashi okay for you to Maru. like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, a green yeah, alien, My right?
0: favorite part of this whole first movie is um him meeting Kirk in the cave. And... Mm, yeah. The, oh, yeah. re- and the introduction, and I had made a video about this uh, a while back, but the reason that that scene was so important is because he worked and was best friends with, loved his best friend for, like, 45 years, but in another Star Trek movie, which we didn't obviously watch this time, Generations, Kirk dies. Spoiler. And he <laughs> oh, and he so so spoiler um <laughs> so spock hadn't seen kirk for like 85 years i think so mm-hmm. to meet your yeah. best friend at the beginning of his career yeah. like when they had originally first met each other but you hadn't seen them mm-hmm. he when he finds out yeah. that spock and kirk are not best friends they're not kindred yeah. spirit, he's like, he's like wait a minute this, he's like Aww. i have to fix this
7: yeah.
6: It
0: be. What's What's, what's happening? Um,
2: and also, I think it's cute. I think mm-hmm. it's cute that he's he's exiled. Essentially, he's exiled right. on this planet, cold by himself, and the one person that pops up is his right. best friend. <laughs> right. Which just I feel like is a Star Trek theme: is that mm-hmm. something bad would happen to the other one, and the other one would just figure out a way. Right. Which is essentially what ha- happens in all these movies. Mm-hmm. which is why it's it's which is why they're the focus yeah and why like they're the they're the, they're the, they're the thread and then everybody else just kind of like holds mm-hmm. them together in a way mm-hmm. but they're the thread and i think that was pretty cool like he's been exiled he had to see his friend for years like decades decades upon decades and when you think all is lost and you're just going to die on this planet right. your best friend pops up i think like you know that's pretty. Because up until Kirk
0: sees him in that cave, nobody knows that Prime Spock is in this
2: timeline. Exactly. Nobody exactly. knows. Yeah. I'm like, that makes like my heart hurt a little bit. Right, I know. Well, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Snitty, what did you think of Star Trek 2009?
1: So I went and saw this in theaters uh, with a good friend of mine who just gets hyped about movies, whether they're even a little bad. He's still like, woo! So we both walked out with that kind of energy, and it, it's a fun ride. It's a total popcorn Thanks. flick, but it's still something that being, and I was telling Ray before the show, I've been watching Star Trek in movie form since uh, Star Trek IV, so I saw that in theaters, and then each one after that in theaters, uh, with the exception of Beyond. That was the one of this series I didn't get to see, but I oh, saw the rest yeah. of them, including all the Generations ones, in uh, Next Generations one in theaters. So I walked in knowing a bit about Trek. I've seen all of the Next Generation uh, I've seen a big chunk of Deep Space Nine, a little bit of Voyager. So I, I, I'm a Trekkie light, if you will. Um, so I felt like they they did a good job. Everything was updated enough. Everything was fun. You get to see people like Sulu actually get some action and, you know, fight a little bit instead of always just being at the helm. I, Not that he I doesn't do a great somebody. job there. You can't hear me? Weird. You oh. guys can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear
2: you. Yeah, okay.
3: Weird. I Weird.
0: I can't hear him. I can't hear him or to the end. Or see
2: him? Really, oh, wow. really weird. No, it's just us. We try to refresh.
3: Oh,
2: crazy, Ray. I don't know where you. I don't know what you're shaming from, but if you can. Uh, that is bizarre. That is bizarre. How bizarre? Because we're all be in the, the same
3: program. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. Pardon that. us
1: while we have some uh, moments here. People <laughs> on the people on
4: the chat can hear them.
1: Yeah, everybody can hear me, but Ray. That's really odd. I think okay, she's I back.
0: Okay. Can you hear no, me I now? I can see you. Okay. okay, I can see you there now. It is. Okay. Like it dropped out while Brian was talking.
1: Weird, how weird! Can you hear me okay. now? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. So as I was saying, I've watched a lot of Trek over the years. Um, all the movies, uh, for the most part. Of course, after the fact, I've owned the series like in VHS form. Uh, I even have the Shout one with out to the VHS. cool right. I even have the cool like Star Trek like collectible series. Uh, uh, anyway, so like a nice piece of me is a is a bit of a uh, like I said trekky light. Like, uh, so watching this, I loved that they were able to bring a lot of those elements. I love seeing a red shirt get killed. I love seeing uh, the little subtle nods to the original with the green alien with, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know, but they also had the Beastie Boys. So like, you, you know, it, yeah. it. it's, it's I don't know, it's a great pairing, I think, of the two. And it, And this is the thing, like Tyler said, it is a tricky thing to navigate an already existing world, but still tread your own. And I think J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams was the only person that was going to pull that off in one way or another. Uh, lens flares aside, and I keep bringing those up because it was more noticeable in this movie than I've ever noticed in any of his movies. And it, yes. it's, it's bad enough to where there are scenes where I'm like, what are they, what's going on? Because it was that much lens flare. Other than that, I think the movie is beautiful. Uh, and he should have cut no, back 90% okay. less lens flare. I would have been happy. Uh, I, don't a couple here I, and there.
2: I don't even think I noticed it that much. Weird. i was just like Ooh. acting yeah. and stuff i really didn't like i'm just like i don't know maybe i'm a child and i'm just like in their space
1: <laughs> no, no, <it's laughs> shiny, yeah. yeah. so i was watching like, some of the behind the scenes stuff look at the and, ship.
2: oh my god well yeah
1: no and it's it's gorgeous you're not wrong about the special effects they are great and they do a lot of practical effects in these movies even though it doesn't look like it um mm-hmm. yeah there there is one
4: fun Uh, oh you you finished no no i was just gonna
1: say because the sets were real because the lighting on the sets was real the lens flares even in the behind the scenes stuff were there so like he was really kind of leaning into what was already really happening but he added just i don't know he dialed it up to 11 and it needed to be at like six you're gonna say brian go ahead
4: yeah so he likes to also do as much things practically as possible even though this is like a cg fest heavy yeah like for sure obviously but um he'll also do like just bare bone stuff and i was looking at some research for like the cinematography and that scene where they're they're um and it's in this film where they're falling towards the uh the drill the mm-hmm. three of them you know and like mm-hmm. Sulu Kirk and the other uh, red, red shirt the dead and, dude yeah, yeah. the <laughs> dumb dead dude
6: yeah
7: All
4: so time. there's Okay. I think it's it's after <laughs> Sulu falls off of the drill and Kirk goes mm-hmm. after him. There's like this close-up shot of Kirk, right? <laughs> that was done with him using a mirror outside the Paramount like lot. Basically, they they're sta- He's standing on a mirror. That's how you get the sky behind them. And Ooh, they use it. Cool. And he's like shooting a camera down. And JJ Abrams is literally like shaking the camera i love it <laughs> that's, what they that's, did. What that's I the it, magic man. box that, yeah. that he does that's his yeah, magic exactly. box yeah, yeah just yeah. for that shot like is, given,
2: is giving sam raimi it's... evil dead man, like, yeah, that's like, what he's giving yeah. <laughs> when
4: you look at it you're yeah. like oh my god
3: yeah, yeah. that's totally that, like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that could totally be done that way i was like yeah yeah was, oh, like, no, i want yeah, to yeah, say it not as like not as like a down on jj abrams but sometimes you know when you have if every shot is dynamic then no shot is dynamic like for sure like
6: Michael yeah. B. Everybody. We were just yeah, talking about that. That's, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah.
1: If you do yeah. everything from a down low shot and everything's supposed to look action-y and you get to a drama moment and you're shaking the camera
4: right yeah every shot is moving and moving yeah and moving. like yeah that's yeah
3: they're yeah. Um, oh, damn, they're just talking <laughs> <laughs> right. that guy's dying yeah. right so now be it's just, be just a normal down? conversation
2: what right. are we doing right. um it's, a, a, know, it's much. a scene where i don't know if they did this intentionally or maybe i'm just like making stuff up i don't think i am though um but it's a scene where um i believe it was in this first film where um kirk is at the helm and he's sitting down and i think he's talking to Nero, I think he's talking to Nero, and mm-hmm. they do that very close-up shot, like of his face. The scar on his face looks like the Starfleet insignia. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I
1: noticed that exact same thing. <laughs> oh, it, it totally too. did. A bloody. And I was yeah, like, Starfleet yeah. And I was like. But yeah. they do
2: that on purpose I'm, I'm willing, willing to bet they
1: did. I'm willing to bet it. I I yeah, I, I would like, bet it I noticed that too. Th- this
4: time around, I noticed. I never noticed it
1: before.
2: No, I never like, noticed so. it before. Yeah. And this time oh. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I liked it though. I mean, yeah, I was like, you okay. could take it, you could take it like in so many ways of him like bleeding for Starfleet. Like, you know, some 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 oath or contracts are only done in blood. Like sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you
3: know, I, I don't know. Oh, was Spock on? wearing like, was Spock
1: wearing one of those rings, and then he? <laughs> <laughs> I, <know>. I think <laughs> Vulcans are strong enough to say, just yeah. knock a nice little chunk out of your face. Yeah. I think so. Uh, let's talk about some of the casting choices he because that made me
2: me laugh.
1: Right, some of these casting choices are very interesting because for me, the the one that I think everybody agrees hits pretty darn well is Zachary Quinto. I think he embodies Spock very very well. Uh, but I think the person mm-hmm. that hits the hits the mark even tighter than that would be Carl Urban as Bones. I think he embodies mm-hmm. Bones almost to a T. And he's the one person yeah. out of the entire cast that when he walked in and and ap- apparently did the reading, he did it, you know, like DeForest Kelly did. And they were like, Okay, you're you're that's fine, you're bones. And he's the only he's the one the they only wanted one that's to do re-
0: an actual Trekkie.
1: Right. And he's the only one that they let yeah. do oh, an impression of the previous crazy. person. Everybody else, they were like, yeah. Do your own thing. Don't try yeah. to be Leonard yeah. Nimoy. Don't try to be William Shatner. Um, and he but did. Carl
2: Urban is Carl Urban though. Carl right, exactly. Urban is like, oof. he's goaded in my in my <laughs> opinion. Like he's goaded. Like I've been watching Carl Urban since she I was a child. child.
1: Look,
2: he's
6: <laughs> like, dude was yeah. Cupid
2: on Xena. and then he goes from that to being like <laughs> oh my God, the voice. Yeah. Wow. Like he's just he's the span bad. of his the span of his career. Like <laughs> I've been a fan of his for quite some time. The span of his career is crazy to me of all the things that he could play mm-hmm. and the fact that he loves this series probably just as much as anybody else that calls themselves a fan mm-hmm. let him let him do it <laughs> let him do it man like i'm not mad at that at all oh yeah
1: it. he did good the one plus person- he was uh, the oh, sorry. comic
2: relief in this oh no i'm oh, sorry yeah. he was i'm just saying he, yeah, he was like in all three films not to say that like <laughs> yeah. Chekhov didn't have funny moments or scotty i love scotty scotty like scotty yeah scotty has fun like funny moments and even, even like everybody has a funny moment. Yeah. Even but Kirk has me, some funny moments. Like even Kirk has some. You know, like Spock. You're like, okay, Spock, you gotta. It's it's stern, but it's funny. Like okay, um, but but McCoy was like, he. I felt like he was kind of our, our sensibilities, because he was just like, space is like a dark place, and we gonna die. So while we yeah. here, watch the
0: original just... series. I just need it because if you like Bones, if you like Carl as Bones, you would like. The forest more.
6: more I, yeah, fourth, oh I'm yeah,
2: sure. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I'm yeah. getting there. I'm getting yeah. there, Ray. What you guys don't know, or maybe you do know. I don't know if you know, but people out in the multiverse of the worlds, um, don't know is that like me and Ray have this thing where, and we might get. I think we, I think we'll get back into it after I watch the first season of uh, what is it, Strange Strange New Worlds, New World. Worlds. But we were doing this thing where she was, um, she would give me an episode like a random Star Trek episode. Doesn't matter where it was from in the series. It could be like episode fifteen of Deep Space Nine or something like that, season eight or whatever. It was just whatever episode she wanted to give me. She'd give me like two episodes. I would watch these episodes and then we would go live on TikTok and talk about them. Oh, I've and caught a like few of those
1: episodes. Of yeah, and it was just live, like a,
2: so. it was just like an interesting thing, especially huh. from like one from somebody who has all this knowledge, and then for me. Who has none? I have the Kelvin timeline. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have and it's not even that strong. So, <laughs> so it was like a very interesting thing and it actually made me, because I've always wanted to get into Star Trek, um, but just never had the time. And then it's so vast. I'm like, where do I start? And so she was just giving me like bits and pieces. I was crying at episodes. I was like, why am I did watching work? this at work? Why would you do this to me? It, did it was you, a whole thing. So like-
1: <laughs> Did you ever have her watch Darmok by chance?
2: No, okay. no. Um, I think
0: the episodes I gave her were the Visitor. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Loxana episode on mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine. Um, a Voyager episode, which was you gave
2: me. Um, you gave me like seven of nine. I watched like I'm obsessed yeah. with seven of nine. Yeah. Now, so now I got to like character. get into that whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. She's a spectacular character. Yeah,
1: I think so. hearing a lot of the Borg, hearing a lot of the Borg backstory really helps with her as well because. Knowing mm-hmm. why seven of nine or one of five or whatever it may be, yeah, uh, is very interesting. I, 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 being a next generation person, I love the Borg and kind of everything you know to do with those mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, well, of course, they're the big bad you know in, in Star Trek, uh, right. next generation. Um, you do need to watch Darmok eventually, it's a next generation episode and it's um philosophically <laughs> very interesting. I'm gonna and, get there,
6: yeah, it's it's great.
1: Uh, okay. So we can't divert too much because we do have three films we have to talk about. Sure. We could easily talk yeah. about all of it. We could do it. I mean, obviously there are podcasts dedicated to just Star Trek. Um, yeah. I think the one miss for me as far as casting and I, people are going to probably disagree with me, but I've always kind of felt weird about Chris Pine as Kirk. I've He does fine. He does Uh-oh. fine, right? Uh-oh. I know, Uh-oh. I know. Oh, he does fine. Yeah, right? okay. <laughs> you can. We do it all the time. <laughs> we do. But it's... I don't know. He just... <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't damn excite me, I guess. I just I wasn't as convinced by him as I was all the other actors Let's playing. The other on roles. The
4: podcast and, then and then dog, dog on your favorite stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like Anton yelchin as Chekhov, I think is phenomenal. He's also literally he of Russian descent. And so he like yeah. he fits the role almost perfectly. Zoe yeah. Saldana, you know, as Uhura, amazing. Already talked about um mm. Urban. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like Zoe. As, I do. I know. don't. Oh. I personally don't. Oh, really? Simon. Pegg I don't.
2: I don't dislike good. what she what she did. I don't dislike mm-hmm. what she did. I dislike that. And I'm not saying that she's not a black woman. Not to make this political, but it's just that mm-hmm. whenever they need a black woman, they cast her, and I'm just like, uh, yeah. I okay. rarely see her identify as it one. Is definitely but a
0: divergent choice.
2: Yeah, yeah it's mm. very. It's and it's like again. I've watched pretty much everything she's been in. Sister stage. Like anyone? The safe like choice. But she's like the safe, she's like the safe choice. If you're like, any movie I've seen her in, she'll have like black Uh, parents. And a part of me is like, girl, aren't you mad that they don't cast like Puerto Rican or Dominican people to be your parents? And Mm -hmm. he's like, you just, but I'm just like, Mm i ain't getting roles so you know live your life be great she she's like great. let me just
3: be the blue alien the green alien <laughs> right. <laughs> right she, she, she has down one of the makeup.
2: most successful female actors of our time like i yeah. can't okay. fought her yeah. for her right. but, I, but again i feel like it's a safe choice to cast her and i'm just like
0: okay. not to like divert but they did the same thing to um gina rodriguez so mm. it it's the industry's fault. It's- it yeah.
2: is. It oh, is. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. her at all. I oh, really yeah. don't blame her at all. I'm still a fan. You got to take the I, roles you gotta, can get,
1: you know. You could
2: get, for sure. And I understand that as like a grinding <laughs> actor myself, you just take the stuff. Like I'm literally playing a carnivorous penis point in this sketch show that I'm in.
1: <laughs> We're going to definitely have a small segment about okay. that later on. We got to definitely <laughs> talk though. about that further.
2: Continue. <laughs> So, can, more can, I just, can, can, can I
1: go
6: ahead?
0: Can I please start? Yeah, yeah,
6: go ahead.
0: I, I I have to I have to talk about Kirk for a second. I uh, I understand why he seems like <laughs> not a good choice to you, um, but he is actually probably the best casting in the franchise <laughs> because Ooh, he actually Ray. where his performance is not like William Shatner; it is most like the character Kirk, and I want to separate mm, the two mm-hmm. because the okay. character Kirk is supposed to be confident for no reason, right? right. He's beat mm-hmm. all the odds. It seems unlikely. Um he's also extremely smart. I think that they did mm-hmm. a good job at conveying how intelligent Kirk was. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to look like it came easy to him because it did. He's super cunning. And I think when we get to beyond, I'll explain that a little bit more because I think that's yeah. the best version of the performance okay. he gave. But mm-hmm. it makes the character Kirk embodied a little bit better in how quick and on his feet he was. He was able, Mm -hmm. he's as quick in the command field as Scotty is in engineering. Scotty is MacGyver, right? He can make Mm -hmm. anything out of anything. Mm -hmm. And Kirk being able to figure himself out of being marooned Mm -hmm. back to the captain's chair is only something he could have done. I, I think Chris's performance as Kirk gave life to the character
2: in a way where probably Williams
0: didn't. felt like a campy performance. I, I don't yeah, get me wrong. I totally I'll, I watched yeah. everything he did as Kirk, the all the whole series and mm. all six movies, mm-hmm. and this was a version of Kirk that I actually liked. <laughs> it made sense okay. that he was as confident as he was. Where in the original series he really was like, sir, how are you this lucky? It really felt happenstance mm. and not on purpose. It felt like right. it felt like
2: plot armor in the series, mm. exactly. Yeah. 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 But in the I, films, you felt like he earned that type yeah, of like, in like a weird way.
1: So I get that all all of that. I'll t- I take it. I do, and I do understand but. what you're saying. No, 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 but, but. I was actually okay. no but and genuinely no but. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how this character almost realizes that his his saving grace is plot armor and he knows that luck is on his side no matter what he even mentions how i don't know spock but it's a gut feeling that i have and he just knows that this is the right path to take period Mm -hmm. and there's no questioning him because if you do everybody might die and they do in all three of these movies they kind of lead to showing you that so i do agree Mm -hmm. they embodied parts of kirk no doubt
2: i mean technically he died maybe it's just me and
1: chris (laughs) pine it could just be me i don't know maybe i don't
2: well, a gem.
1: when he di- <laughs> when he dies though it oh, is... don't do the
2: snort for him that's messed up <laughs> it's all
1: good when he dies though in the series i know you guys will eventually watch it but when he dies it's to save the freaking galaxy like it is not mm-hmm. like he's literally mm-hmm. saving the galaxy so um yeah. to me that's you couldn't kill perky any other way um no he has to go down swinging um
2: i don't know I for me talk
1: about one of
4: my one of my favorite parts in this movie is from Chekhov when he has to like read off the code
2: <laughs> oh yeah he has to like change his Victor 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 yeah but Anton
4: Anton is like killing it just in that just like the little mm-hmm. subtleties that Perfect. he's trying to like oh it's so yeah that's yeah. so awesome right.
2: rip Anton though that, that yeah. broke my heart a little okay. bit his passing, his passing away I was like no, but I wanted to see him and he needs to be a more thing. He needs he to be died bigger. He needs in to- such a
1: strange such way. A strange way. Such a
2: strange way. Yeah. Um, can I say this though, about Kirk? Um I thoroughly... okay, obviously y'all not like Chris Pine. <laughs> okay. Um but I in this film, I felt like throughout the all three films, I feel like he grows. But also, I think Pike I never noticed this when I watched it before. And maybe I was like sleeping halfway, woke up. I don't know what I was doing, even though I saw this in the theater. But I miss the fact that Pike said he has a genius level intellect. Mm-hmm. For sure. And what I like about Kirk in these series is you would never know that he has a genius level intellect. Because I feel like smart people don't have to say they're smart. Yeah. They just do smart yeah. things, right? And they don't have right. to throw it, in, throw it in your face that you're smart, but th- that they're smart, which is something that Spock does because of his own, like, <laughs> internal insecurities. Because, obviously, Spock is genius level. Well, growing Maybe up, geni-
4: half human, half Vulcan. Yeah. Oh, no, because, like, for sure. To, like, right. Yeah. You would right. Question so, yourself like, he, he yeah, has
2: yeah. to, you know, he has to always be one step better, one step ahead. Yeah. And, um. and as a black woman, I get that. <laughs> but it's also just, like, Kirk moved in a way that didn't show all his cards. But then, but Spock moving in a way that showed all his cards in a way. And so those two being best friends, learning from the other person, learning when to like sit back, learning when to push, mm-hmm. to me out of all three of these films that was such a beautiful like journey mm-hmm. to watch. Was to watch how they bled into each other essentially. Mm-hmm. And I thought that That's was, I thought Oh thank you. Yeah. I was trying to find the words. Thank you. Um, But I um, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I was just like Because I'm like like Tyler in a sense where I love character development. I love characters. Like, sometimes you don't need explosions and big things to happen or massive sets. If you just have two people in a room doing a thing and it's amazing and the acting is on point and maybe some strings and horns and music in the background, I'm fully integrated. I'm fully in. I don't need anything else. Like, I'm just there. So... To me, in this vast world, that connection was a, like a, a like a lifeline to watch. It was nice.
1: Yeah. No, they, they did a good job of having the three main characters still feel like they are the three friends that they are. Um, you do feel the, even with just Bones and Kirk, you know, right there the first time they meet mm-hmm. on the shuttle, they hit it off almost immediately. And yeah. and Bones goes right into him right away. I love the sequence where he <laughs> yeah. starts stabbing him with different, you know, vaccines. <laughs> and. Very, like, I love that whole stop thing. it! His
2: hands are big. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It was good. Yeah.
2: I just yeah. like that everybody has different dynamics in their friendship.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Like how, how Kirk is with Spock, he's not like that with McCoy. He's not like that with Scotty or even her. Right. Like everybody was, everybody's relationships are so defined well in that first film that you believe it in the second one. You believe it in the third one. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure whenever we get a fourth one, you'll believe it even more. And hopefully everybody yeah. comes back, even though I hope they know about it now. Well, <laughs> but hopefully yeah, everybody the, comes back. I don't know how they're going to
1: handle checkoff, but they'll figure out something.
2: They J.J. Yeah. Abrams said, I read this, J.J. Abrams said that they will not recast good. his no, character. they're not going to recast. They him. should no. either they say he's
1: re- on another ship, or he's on planet, right. or he's with family, or he died. One of those will or they, be satisfactory. Or e-
2: either Any of those, but but J.J. Abrams said that they will not recast his character, which mm-hmm. I am okay for, because nobody... If I feel like if anybody got into that role, even if they did a good job, I would still think it was a, a pale comparison to what Anton for sure. yeah, brought that to that. To you know yeah. what I mean? Brought to that role. But I know that the fourth one, supposedly, the plot was supposed to be, supposed to bring Chris Hemsworth back as her father. And mm-hmm. I was just like...
0: They scrapped that plot like three years ago. Yeah,
2: but it's been, that, that was making like, the rounds in the yeah. last like three Yeah. Months. <laughs> no, no, I was because, no, I was reading that That's what was one like a possible yeah, plot. And they yeah. were like yeah. and they were like, nah. And now it's like they're back to like figuring out what the I mean because he had already is. signed on to do Thor. Yeah, and exactly. It cost yeah. too much. Exactly. They were, he was like, I'm, his, yeah. for, I'm not coming. Scheduling to
4: him. Too, yeah, scheduling him would have been a nightmare. Yeah. Too many Chris's, too. Many yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's never enough Chris's man. Come on now. <laughs> Honestly, enough. I hope one day you gotta have a movie with all of them. I hope like, that one day, yes. I yeah. hope that one Chris's. day they'll do like a like, they'll do like a um Nick Cage like thing when <laughs> he played himself in that movie. <laughs> yeah. They'll have like a Chris movie. I feel like you might as well do it. People will pay for it, man. Like, they'll
6: call you know, it Chris man, Cross. Yeah, Chris oh. Chris. Cross. Yeah. Oh. Yeah
2: sir he sir. did better oh. than
1: i was gonna. i had something brewing but that was way it's, yeah. it's, it's also like, like a movie right yes. where they're like they're like that's different funny.
4: versions of each other i like it yeah, <laughs> that's, no, that's funny
1: <laughs> so there is one other actor we haven't mentioned that i, th- I think deserves some some mention and it was interesting uh, for them Don't to show? choose to bring okay, um, uh to bring pike into the film since he was the original oh. captain on the first oh. episode okay. Yeah. And they brought they brought Pike in to, you know, be the original captain. I thought that was clever. Uh, but Bruce Greenwood, you know, he's the, he's an actor that most people yeah. forget about, I enjoyed which him. I love the guy. I think he's fantastic yeah. in yeah. everything he does. And he brought a gravitas to the role that made me believe this mm-hmm. dude is potentially an admiral, uh, you know, at the end of the movie. Spoilers, uh, he makes admiral. Mm-hmm. And it just, it works for me. Um, yeah, and we, did, we, did you guys just mention Winona, how she didn't get brought up yet? Is that what you guys were saying? Oh, oh right. no, we haven't, we, we haven't brought up Winona yet. No, we
2: haven't brought up Winona, but we brought up uh, John Cho. Oh,
1: Who yeah, yeah, not yeah,
2: yeah. Get the
0: rep he should for He Sulu. does not. He listen,
2: listen, Spectacular Sulu. Mm. Listen, I've been loving John Cho since he was on an episode of Charmed. <laughs> okay, <sure>. so, um, <laughs> he's amazing. In this film, he brought, like, he brought so much to this character. He brought, like, a funniness, a morphness um i just like he could fight i love i think it's in the last one he does this but you know we'll get to it but i just love when he's like mr shulu like can you fly this and he looks back like are you kidding me i was it's like you better let him know back. who you <laughs> are it's boy." callback to um the voyage home
0: when uh which is a fourth movie nice. yeah, and yeah,
6: yeah.
0: when he goes to check out the helicopters so that they can fly the trans Aluminum, yeah, and they like the guy asked him if he's ever flown a helicopter <laughs> yeah. before. He's like, mm,
6: "Alright, yes,
0: I can fly this. I promise."
6: Yeah, yeah. Like, he can fly. Yeah, John Cho
0: is. He was such a good Stu Like, yeah. I mm-hmm. really like, and I had made a video about this a while back. It's like the the main cast that they really focus on are obviously Kirk, Spock, Uhura, mm-hmm. and Bones. But right. like, let's not forget that Chekhov and Sulu were there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, Sulu's such a great character, so much depth, Mm -hmm. and george takei you don't get the rep he deserves either oh, So i
2: yeah
0: i'm, I'm excited i he love his character Sarah. he
2: did later in life when he started being funny on social media and then everybody was like he's great <laughs> right he's like he's amazing oh
1: my yeah. so he's he right. george takei actually did some almost all of the actors came back and he, any of the living actors at the mm-hmm. time came back and did references for this this movie and helped each cast member kind of find their own but also kind of mm. just talked about mm-hmm. what it was like And George Takei, they asked him, they were like, so Sulu's a Japanese character. And Takei was like, no, we never made him to be Japanese. We made him to be Asian. So you can go ahead and cast a Korean actor and it will not be a problem, Uh, which I thought was interesting and very cool of them to just say, you know, let's let's make sure that we find the right person for the role. Uh, which was great
2: which should be done across the board forever and all time in Hollywood. (laughs) agreed
1: (laughs) Agreed. what a
4: concept
2: because like even if you want to make them (laughs) an ethnicity you don't make them a specific ethnicity you just be like they're this and you can cast the whole spectrum because there's not one thing Mm -hmm. is okay
4: i'm sorry yeah no no you're not wrong anything of of his culture and the film Mm -hmm. itself but yeah yeah
1: so we have been talking about this um, one movie for a while, but we also were kind of laying the groundwork for each actor and character. So we can. Um... So much to so love.
4: It. Like the music too. Like I love the theme of the Kelvin timeline. Like I, mm-hmm. man, Absolutely. like, yeah, it's just a great Michael Giacchino doing an amazing job. Oh, that uh, makes a whole
2: lot of sense. The, right? No, it does. Yeah. No, it does. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yep.
2: Yep. Go I on. didn't pay attention yep. to it. I didn't even look. <laughs> I knew somebody here was going to know. So I just like, just didn't oh, worry I, about I, it. I, yeah. But the moment you said it, I'm like, yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep, I heard it. But it's they end the hard credits hard. with the original story, or right. the, the, yeah, the original score, which is great. Yeah. I thought that was a great yeah. way to end From it. From the original show, yeah. Yeah. the first yeah. series. Yeah, um, cool. Cool. We'll do the ratings at the end. Like when we have these, like we did with Evil Dead, we'll just get to the end and rate them yeah. all quickly. Oh, um, let's,
4: let's have, yeah. do we want the, the people in the chat to guess what yes. we're going to rate these? Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and yes. you can
1: put your, your, your guesses on what we'll rate this uh, at the end. Uh, but we are going to move right into End of Darkness. Um we didn't get as much mm. time to talk about the plot in one, but we'll... It's okay. Yeah. It was really just a lot of... Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it's, it, it's a pretty typical plot, other th- other really? than... yeah, Like, there's nothing, like... <laughs> would you guys say there's anything Always. other than the time travel stuff that really stands out as, as unique in, in the first one? Honestly, if I'm one? being totally
2: honest... Oh, you're talking about the first one. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
1: No? Does anybody have yeah, anything other so. than... Anything that stood out as like, oh, this is revolutionary or this is great. I'm no, I'm loving it was like, just an origin like story a, with a I feel time. I like think it was a paint thing, by you know?
2: numbers, I think it was a paint by numbers origin story. Just it was Star Trek, so and it's one of the first we've seen in a while. So it was just like right. it it just it stuck with yeah, it it was in a way. Fun, but it was paint by numbers. It was yeah. a
4: fun way to like play with all these characters in this world that we already <laughs> knew and <laughs> we're also familiar with. Well, for most <laughs> for the most part. But also a way right. to introduce it to a new family. New base.
6: people, but,
2: yeah. Yep.
1: So Into Darkness, we've been uh, with the characters for a little while. I think it's like a year later that we pick up with them again uh, in their world. Um, But for us, it's four years later. Uh, And what's weird to me, I I weirdly am going to take the kind of beginning of this just because this movie has changed for me. When I first watched it, I absolutely loved it. I don't feel the same way as I did then, but I still think this is one of the strongest openings to a kind of summer blockbustery film i love the opening of this film i, I love mm-hmm. the the red forest and the the aliens that they're encountering mm-hmm. and yeah. the dealing with the the prime director well, immediately there's some
4: humor there
1: and right also, right like yeah um i i really enjoyed the opening and whenever i think of cold opens this is a movie that i always think of because it's got a really solid cold open um mm-hmm. Other than that, we can definitely delve into this film. Uh, I'm gonna start with uh all the movie things this time. What was your first impression of Into Darkness?
4: Uh well, I've seen this one a few times also. Um the first time I watched it, I really loved it. Like I I I mean, had the first film was probably tops for me. like, like I think I mentioned that uh before we started out uh, with these three. And this one was pretty close. After watching it this time around, it it may have like fallen a little bit, but I, I still really enjoyed enjoyed it. There are like a few, like I do feel like it. There's kind of a cringy moment when Spock yells con in a way, and but but at the same time, it still gave me goosebumps though. So sort of, I was I was really conflicted when it, I watched it this time around. <laughs> like, like, that's ooh. funny. But, oh, but yeah. But then I still love it when he like runs after Khan, you know, and just like That whole chasing oh, man, was amazing, yeah.
2: honestly. And, and,
4: yeah, and, the tracking um, of
2: that chasing was great too. Yeah, you know? so
4: I, I still had a blast with it. I, I still, I mean, uh, ben and the Cumberbund is doing, you know, killing it. <laughs> um, I, I I think he's a great great bad guy. Like as far as like his performance, I, I'd love to see him be a villain more more often. Uh, yeah, right. still a fun, still a fun watch. I like it, Tyler
3: uh yeah i mean everything you said i the cinematography is even better than the first to be honest um Mm -hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch i was like who's he playing like the whole time (laughs) you wouldn't tell me i could have never guessed it was fun like um i think yeah no like what you said about the cold opening that was that was what was missing from the first one for me was like Mm -hmm. i wanted like cool like give me colors and this is space like this is all Mm -hmm. different like places like we should get more aliens like yeah be weird about it so i think like them getting like a budget and now people on board they're like yeah well, we're gonna go there mm-hmm. i really enjoyed it for the most part yeah
1: all right lala
2: um i i enjoyed this film because because i have no previous knowledge of anything else i can't compare it to anything i can't be like well this now i can't pick out moments
4: have you have you not seen star trek 2 before no before this okay that's not at I mean. all gotcha. not even
2: not even a little bit okay. um but yeah. i but because i'm like I, I grew up in this world essentially <clears throat> i know that him yelling con is like a thing yeah. i know you know what i'm saying i know that um i know that i think he yells spock at some time and i know that's a thing like i know that so cer- i know certain things are things like even the first one I, ca- I was like this might be a callback but i'm not i don't know yeah, but i think it is but you know it just you could feel it you know because sometimes sometimes callbacks don't lay right in a scene and you're like oh they did that in the previous thing oh, okay that's cool then they, mm-hmm. they did that but um I enjoyed this like just just like what you guys pretty much said like I enjoyed like the like the other world and the colors because my thing is I made this comment on uh, on JJ's Twitter that um like she was she was talking um oh I thought
6: star- you know, JJ Abrams and so did I no. I did like, not know my friend JJ <laughs> Sorry,
2: <laughs> but I do that too. I leave messages on like all celebrity stuff because you people, I don't care about y'all. Get right. like that blue check. <laughs> so no, but
4: month soon. Too, right? I know, right um, now, anyway. which is
2: crazy. Yeah. Um, but I left a RJJ, RJJ. I left a R-J-J. message on her right. because she was talking about like uh, Star Wars. Yeah. And I was like, the only thing I don't like about, as much as I love Star Wars and I've loved everything that's come out, even the controversial stuff, I still enjoy it because it's just add layers to yeah.
6: the universe. Right.
2: The things that I don't like is that there's such a lack of representation in a galaxy far, far yeah. away that makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, so to me, Star crazy Trek in a way.
4: Aliens, but we don't.
2: But but <laughs> oh but there's only one specific color
4: right
6: that
2: we I'm just like okay that makes no sense mm-hmm. but to me in Star Trek it's like it's it's not only like different colors, but it's different species, it's different mm-hmm. everything. So yeah. like when I watch a Star Trek anything, that's what I wanna see. I don't wanna see I, I literally wanna see people in species that don't look like me. I want to see some that do look like me, but I really want to see some that don't look like me because the designs that, like, Gene Roddenberry, like, th- this world that he's created is amazing. And why wouldn't I want that? Like, if I just want to see humans, I'm going to go watch a different movie or something. Like, I come to this for other things. So, the fact that this one, they 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 um, pushed towards that a little bit more. But even in the first one, you could see the, like, certain, like, crew members, like, of the Starfleet were different species. And I was like, yo, I never noticed that. Beforehand, mm-hmm. because sometimes they'll be like, so like, um, I love color that I just bypass them. I'm just like, whatever, mm-hmm. it's a, it's another one, like it's fine. But me really paying attention this time, I was just like, oh, like look at the eyes on that one, like look at the, mm-hmm. look at this, look at that, and like this film kind of added it to that too. Um, I agree with, uh, I agree with Brian. I would love to see. I really think watching Benedict in this and knowing who he is now, and, and now going back to like Doctor Strange, all that kind of stuff, he's very mm-hmm. underutilized. In this world, Um, to me, some of his best roles is this and Sherlock. And I feel like nobody's giving him the meat. Maybe I need to watch maybe maybe some other stuff outside of Marvel that he's done. I haven't really caught that stuff. But I just feel like they don't give him enough to eat while he's doing these roles. And I felt like this was a meaty role for him to play. Because not only is it like dripped in legacy, (laughs) you know what I mean? But also it's like, it's a villain and you can always have fun with a villain um but i will say this: if done right for sure if done right but i will say this though i i enjoyed everything about this but to me this film was this was spock's film to me this this the first film belonged to kirk to me this film belonged to and i know like like spoiler alert that kirk like dies at the end but i know right my bad my bad my bad um i know he like dies at the end or did he? Um <laughs> Shout out to the Tribble for the cause. Um, if you watch the movie, you'll get what I'm saying. That is one um, of the most cringe
1: parts of the film, but we'll get to that.
2: <laughs> but you know, what it gave me? It gave me gremlins vibes when they would get caught up in water and they would just start bubbling and they like, like little gremlins start popping out. It is so. um, But I enjoyed like the fight sequence between him and uh between Spock and Khan. I enjoyed that whole running. It builds it built up an anticipation in me. I'm just like, get to him. Get to him cause yeah, you're angry.
6: Man, I was like, yeah.
2: get to him. Because it's one of those things where it's like, if you go back to the first film and you pay attention to how Spock grew up, he didn't have friends. And then right. for him this whole time yeah. to realize that he had a friend. Mm-hmm. And for right. him to realize that he had a friend and that friend dies, the moment he realizes that he had a friend, that broke my heart. It broke my heart, and then for him to just be full on like oh, I'm coming, it. I was like, get him. Even though I've seen this before, I'm still yeah, like, his no. hair was—he was running
1: so fast, his hair was being pulled. No,
2: it was like look, I was loving every bit of that bang, bang. That bang, bang was moving. You understand know me? I was loving every part of it. I just, I just,
6: I—it's
2: yeah. when you can feel like the momentum of a film while you're like right. sitting down watching it that means a lot that does something yeah, like that. you know what i mean like i could feel like especially even even though it's cringy brian he yelled out like ah!
4: <laughs> i know like, it's like i mentioned i mentioned in the chat too i was like it is it is tough trying to separate because like i love rathacon i mean I'm, i love that mm-hmm. movie um i still it's still I like thinking about those ear things still just like oh they're so out.
1: vicious they, <laughs> oh, they're they
4: so gross
1: I, I every really still yeah no they I gave me so nightmares funny, as a kid yeah. it was still. so bad yeah, yeah that's,
2: well damn i need to me and tyler need to watch this yeah, yeah, sure. oh, my, wait a now now
1: i do <laughs> but, i will say uh, this i will say this you, not alone, you, tyler. you do need to watch well you don't need to but i suggest watching the episode that connects to yeah. wrath of con and i actually say watch no the motion picture yeah. first as much as i don't like the motion picture very much oh. it has Uh-oh. a lot of problems lean forward. It,
6: yes, lean forward. it has some some issues
1: it's fine it's got a great premise but oh, right, there right, are some right, stylistic right. choices in that film that i struggle with especially like the yeah. 10 minutes of blah 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 you know i, I get i struggle with that mm-hmm. part but it, it's fine it's a it's <laughs> worth laying the groundwork for wrath of con so you watch those two things how first.
2: Should, how should- how should we go, Ray? because Ray's like, Ray no, like, Carter, like wait a minute I, I actually mm. just I posted
0: a video just this week because somebody had asked me that question, like what movies to watch other than the calvin i i, I would say for reference and completion, watch all of them um but i the motion picture is zero out of ten it's a terrible movie. It's,
1: it's terrible <laughs> she's not wrong it's, it's really not a good it's movie. really that's
0: hilarious
1: it's so slow it's so full of just
0: it's like two it. and a half hours oh it should no have only been an hour and a half
1: like, no they really oh, no the whole nebula scene alone they could have cut 10 15 minutes off of like it's pretty bad
6: but
0: Please. yeah but
4: they don't have like Rasmus do watch like, the episode even their uniforms are, are kind of like Something the uniforms
0: desire. are different, yeah. and that's a whole bell
1: bottom flare. What like, yeah.
0: is
4: yeah, this uniform? So, yeah,
2: yeah. What were they? What were they trying to do? Were they trying to be like more of the? They just wanted to make it different. I mean, yeah, yeah. there had and not like, been Star movie, Trek so...
6: for yeah, right um, since '69, I think, right?
0: Like yeah, nine years. Yeah, what There's, is this like? JJ was this, '91.
1: No, this is '78. No, this is
0: '78. Yeah, yeah. And the oh, okay.
4: original series went off at
0: in sixty nine. Yeah, so it had been almost ten years, and they were just like, "We got to make yeah. it cool,
4: guys."
1: And they had at yeah, this yeah, point, the thing
4: two was like Star Wars had been out, right? Superman. And Kubrick's two
1: thousand one had been out. They they had to avoid like, like, like looking like any of this other stuff. Asked, yeah,
2: nobody listen. It's like it's like when your parent comes in and they try to be like cool with you, and they try to talk to your cool. <laughs> That's with you. exactly what
6: it was. My thing is nobody,
2: nice. nobody asked you for that. Give me that talk to me we're how you used to too. talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> no, and, talk to me in your normal the language.
1: The concept <laughs> of the original motion picture is actually good. The concept is really cool. I like what they like did concept. with it. But whoever directed that movie Dang. was From taking some they were taking film. Valium or something, because it was just so slow. Well, what so you mean, slow. in the
2: movie? I said, "Wait a minute! <laughs> I thought yeah, no, you yeah. been in the movie?" No, 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 no.
1: The the the, the oh, people what? making the film, and I'm not trying to. I, I, I should be kinder than this, but I'm I'm with Ray. It's like a zero out of ten. It's pretty terrible.
2: I feel like you're being kinder honest picture. Yeah. Right? Ooh, I feel like you're being honest. That's fine. Be honest, man.
1: I mean,
4: what, I, look, the, that's the one I, like that has a full CG
2: mm-hmm.
4: sequence, though. So, like, right. as far as film history goes, it's a pretty important thing because uh, they had that element, but that's about it. Mm.
0: Really. Yeah.
1: So what did you think of Into Darkness Raisins since we're <laughs> 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 we sidelined with Raptors? Um, okay.
0: Right because so, we had talked about this pre show. Um as a just a movie watcher, I really enjoy this movie. I um I think it's beautiful. I think the characters are very well rounded. Um there's good arcs for the characters we see. Mm-hmm. Um as a Trekkie, I do not watch this movie.
6: Respect. Oh. Um,
0: uh, there's a n- a number of issues as far as the actual IP goes. Um, first and foremost, the character Khan Noonien Singh is supposed to be South Asian.
2: Yes, he is. I read that was too.
0: originally yeah. played by Ricardo Montalbano, but like no mm-hmm. one cared yeah. back then, and right. he was brown, right. like yeah, he was yeah. tan ish in the 60s -hmm. and that was fine for them Um, but to to cast the pastiest man ever to play this character Mm -hmm. is like a wild choice Mm -hmm. Um, I did a rework (laughs) of the story where I think it could have worked because Khan is obviously a product and the the people he had in the torpedoes Mm -hmm. are remnant of the eugenics war where they were Mm -hmm. augmented human Mm -hmm. beings yeah, yeah. And so making him John Harrison and an augment that we've never seen before would have played this movie completely differently. If they had right. done that and fixed some of the other canon violations, um, it would be a nine <laughs> out of 10. It's, <laughs> okay. It's, it, it's a really good movie. If they had, would have. Oh, fixed those so they
1: didn't make him Khan. Correct. He could yeah. have been any of the other yeah. 72 making people.
0: Him, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it totally. still would have yeah. had the emotional weight that they wanted to. Even if he wasn't Khan,
1: Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been neat yeah, if they just no, went past totally... one of the torpedoes and it just had like Khan written. Yeah, on. they had Khan yeah. in one of those things.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that yeah. would have been fantastic.
2: Have or question. they um, could have just yeah. cast somebody of that ethnicity, or maybe they could have referenced the fact. Maybe because to me, a lot of these things could be tied up in a neat little bow, and people get mm-hmm. past it if you just reference mm-hmm. them. So even if mm-hmm. they still wanted Khan and they wanted Benedict Cumberbatch to be Khan, mm-hmm. you could have said he was augmented. Mm-hmm. Because right. otherwise these people would have known it was him based on what he looked like or however it mm-hmm. is. I kind of mm-hmm. talked to cause I was I was I was kinda like researching, I was going deep into this. They made they released a comic that tried to like clean this up or okay. something. Mm-hmm. And it made it worse. From what I from oh. what I read. The comic made it worse. Them trying I mean to the comics up... aren't
0: canon anyway. Right. They so, so they tried yeah. to
2: okay. they tried to clean up this movie in a comic and like everybody was like, yeah. nah. Everybody was like, no, yeah. thank you. You just messed yeah. up. So just eat it and go about your day.
4: I almost thought it could have been <laughs> a cool thing too. Like, what if he was just like a not necessarily a copycat, but he's like like the actual con had passed and he mm-hmm. was like taking up Dread Pirate Captain Roberts. Right. oh um, Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah yeah
2: because it would make sense because this is a kelvin timeline right so y'all could have literally done some timey-wimey stuff to make a to make a whole different kind (laughs) like yeah yeah, in
1: a sense they did i mean i'm gonna say that they did so the fact that he was found by the admiral uh rather than by kirk's you know by the enterprise because they Mm -hmm. weren't in the same place where they would have been because kirk was behind Mm -hmm. in his own timeline getting to being a captain um All of that kind of pushed everything back. So being that Khan was found by someone else and the story was changed, what I was talking to Ray about about before the show was it's strange to me that there's this weird conflict between him and Kirk when there shouldn't be because they literally just met, like there is no conflict. The conflict would only be between him and the Admiral. And yet Khan is holding this grudge against Kirk and Starfleet. And and I'm like, why did you know who did this to you? It wasn't Kirk. It wasn't Spock.
0: it's a very flimsy plot, and it, and here's what I'll say about that, because uh, uh, again, in the in the prime timeline, there was a decades worth of history. Why he was, why they were so upset with each other. Mm-hmm. What made yeah. that movie work? And this one, it was the fact that Khan killed Pike, and Pike was this surrogate father-like mm-hmm. mentor to him, yeah. and that's what i would call off off screen work like we don't see that flourishing he took him kind of under his wing and for the most part kirk was in the academy and pike was still running his ship i mean he Mm -hmm. someone was captaining the enterprise while he was in school um and so even though he got him into the academy took over a ship he's an admiral um their relationship you could still see there was a bond there but for him to have killed pike and that be where the anger is that were were coming from he's like now i have no one it's like i don't i don't believe you got, him, a, whole, okay. you got a
2: whole crew bro but it's right. cool
0: yeah he right. should have been you know? more upset like, about I the library getting blown up him, but enough <laughs> to go to an exiled portion of, like you can't go there you cannot go to cronos mm-hmm. at this point yeah. in time they were there had already been a war with the Klingons, and that's why yeah. they couldn't go there. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. you're going to go to the edge of space to a planet you can't go to or probably won't come back from to yeah. have vengeance on this species of warlike creatures. What are you, What are you talking about? I'm so confused. Um, yeah, it's. The, I mean, there's multiple other things that don't make any sense about this movie yeah. as far as Trekkies go, but as a moviegoer, yeah, it's fun.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. how I viewed it. As, a moviegoer. As goer. I want to talk about the Tribble because to me there are really convenient things in movies and if you pan over to give me the plot that's going to tell me how things end, you know at, at the very end that conveniently I groan a bit I'm like come on JJ couldn't you have found a way to just not show us that and just tell us in the end we would have believed you anyway you wouldn't have to I mean, show it us
0: they couldn't or shouldn't have done it anyway one because genetic modification is against the lots it's banned it's ruled out right. like that's part the of the Star issue and triples <laughs> have a genetic replication like that's part of the thing but they also oh, are born pregnant like that triple was pregnant that ship would have been full of triples <laughs> if they had actually revived it and Damn, then filled it right. with augment blood just to get it a, a new now you're talking about super triples right now he's got triple augment dna like they would never have let him be a yeah, so should officer. he be he like, would like reproducing he would
1: Correct. have been in a science like <laughs> lab at that point yeah he would have they would totally never
2: i mean he yeah. should have easily been in a lab i mean that's like pumping me full of winter soldier blood and then expecting Correct. me not to have some extra yeah. stuff going on so like by the time the third film come came around kirk should have been like he should have been hopping like thirty feet like Khan was, or at least yeah. back puncher, is... or at least or at least fifteen feet of something he shouldn't be getting as hurt as he was before because Khan was taking punches like it was um, nothing you, you know yeah. bones Never took all dress. the special
1: out of the blood he took everything about the <laughs>
0: but he's bones. i'm calling sh- I'm calling shenanigans. no, I'm no, with sh- you I'm with
1: you. The triple bugged me, and it was just one of those like let me aside for this moment in the movie and just say this ridiculous line just to.
3: Yeah. This is furthering my whole thing about like JJ slowly pulling back. You can tell just like the plot, the way Because even like the script, <laughs> like then I would say, like one. you could yeah. tell in the beginning too. Like there was just a lot of stuff where like what you were saying off screen, like there was that moment he was like, "Hey Kirk, remember that time in the bar? Remember that? Remember those times? That like I hate that in scripts because they don't show it. Like you just expect us to kind of right. like care about anything that's going on, but they're not showing us anything. So it's like,
4: right. Yeah, you didn't build it. There's a an, there's another like thing for me that kind of bugs me like I so this is this is more me like thinking about Wrath of Khan while watching this movie and I I try not to but this moment when Kirk sacrifices himself and then they're supposed to have this moment for me Wrath of Khan like I'm like crying I'm like bawling you know what I mean but they have so much more history up to that Mm -hmm. point where this one I just don't I'm just not feeling it as much you know what I mean it's just like Oh, guys I felt know? all.
2: I felt all that. Yeah, Damn, I but I get what you. But I hundred percent. <laughs> but I hundred percent get where you are coming from because as somebody with this previous knowledge,
4: right? You are yeah.
2: like you are like. Well, y'all didn't really build up this enough. Like they hated each other in the first one, and then liked each other mm-hmm. at the very but end. The, exactly right. And
4: then, right, at the and end then it, yeah. in
2: this one, they still at odds with each other because mm-hmm. Spock just don't yeah. get the emotion. Which, is a, which was a trend between him and her, like between like Kirk and her, where they were like, yeah. he don't love us. Why he don't love us? Like, that was a- <laughs> Right. <laughs> Star Trek Into Darkness yeah. was, was, was literally should be retitled, Why Don't Spock Love Us? Or Why Can't <laughs> He Figure Out How to Love Us? Because that's what it was. They were like, he just don't love us. We love him so much.
1: Why can't Spock yeah, be a real boy?
2: I know, yeah. right? Like, so, like, I, I, I 100% <laughs> understand that. But for me, watching the first one, yeah, I still sense. think there's, yeah. like, connection even when you're angry at a person um because you have two geniuses yelling at each other essentially and it's just like two geniuses being like i'm right no i'm right no i'm right and then they're like maybe we both right and we could work together maybe right. so like <laughs> you just you, summed up the like, whole that movie
1: was... that was good yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 so you got like that one and then they transition into Throwing like
4: triple. kirk
2: hey <laughs> <laughs> and you got you got like in this, and then in the second one you got kirk being like "But well, we friends and spock being like are we though but he's stunted because spock presents as like a like spectrum like a spectrum person to me mm. and mm. so it, it's like he just needs a little bit to understand like oh okay so i do have these feelings oh this is what this means so it's like they weren't giving him the space to do that they're just like you know, i've been showing you my love and you're not accepting it And it was just like calm down like let him under like not, let him understand it takes and a it's not longer, a, like, it yeah. takes me a little longer <laughs> like breathe and let me get there and so like to me i could see the the read between the lines type of like emotion type of relationship. So when it got to the point where he was like dying and Chris Pine for me sold that to me so good. Like he's he sold that like breath being taken away, like slowly being crushed type of thing. He okay. sold that so well to me. And then Zachary Quinto, you know, if he not being silent and killing people, he's very he could be very, <laughs> he could be very emotional and very into a scene. So them two just feeding off each other, like I was just like, oh no. I'm about to cry.
3: I thought oh, the scene. scene that worked better than that one though was the scene a little bit before, like when, because in the opening, you know how like uh Spock's character, right? He's about to he's about to die and he's like emotional uh-huh. about it or whatever, right? Yeah. I thought the scene when he revealed to them like
2: Oh, that it was, was great scene
3: opposite. That oh, yeah. was the scene that I was like, That was a great scene. He put them that was a
2: and, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> no, that was a great scene because because Spock was just like, No 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 see once again, y'all misunderstanding is what's happening. Is that right. it's not that I don't care; it's that I care too much. So I got to keep myself in check, so that I can focus. And I just love that about Spock. And He's just like, "You seem to misunderstand." I was just like, <laughs> and and it's just like so great. Like his delivery is like so great. And Zoe Saldana, her all she ha- Ugh, listen, they do a dis <laughs> they do a disservice to her character because she barely speaks, and then when she does speak, it doesn't even it's not even words. She just be like, she's oh. like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
1: To, to, brian's, like good line. Yes. to brian's point about the wrath of khan versus this i think that the reason i giggle when he screams khan is that those scenes he's are giggling. at different parts they kind of blended a bunch of stuff into one moment yeah. which was a little too uh, much yeah, yeah. yeah. two emotionally like mm-hmm. extreme moments in the other film are just crammed together and we don't get the classic mm-hmm. line in this moment um from, yeah, from the same way, from Nimoy, from 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 yeah. from the older sperm Prime Spock um, that you get in Wrath of Khan, and that is one of the most iconic moments in film history, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It is one that you've probably heard quoted before. You know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one, or the few, or the one. Okay. Sorry, I misquoted yeah. that. Um, and it's it's I, we didn't get that, and I and I expected at least that line somehow. I didn't care if it was said the other way or something. Because it does not
0: Make sense in this movie. I know it doesn't, they, and that's they why they took it out. It. No, I'm not. because, like for me, I, I hate that scene because lo- I don't think it carries or? the the um. Not when when they switch places. In the oh, deck.
4: gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Because in the first movie. I, I have a very um specific emotional relationship with that scene because it's so um pinnacle for each of their characters in mm-hmm. that moment to realize that they both lost. Mm-hmm. and And it was for a specific purpose and the lesson that they learned. it It completely changes their thinking. You see as Spock is dying, that he's like, I, this doesn't make any sense I did it for you mm-hmm. right like that's the point of the line that you're saying Cindy, that this doesn't make any sense but I did it for you I did it for mm-hmm. everyone even though it's basically illogical Um, and Spock um, or in Kirk being in a position where he has officially lost this no win scenario he cannot mm-hmm. bring <laughs> Spock yeah. back, he can't, he's officially lost, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge staple of the Kirk character to be able to beat no win scenarios. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he I beats don't care yeah, right. he exactly. And yards. the mm-hmm. fact that he couldn't hear and mm-hmm. he had to watch his friend die that does not carry the same weight for me in this movie right. because yep. they switch places. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And in the original, when Spock comes back to life, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. because of Vulcan physiology. It is because of the rules of Vulcan, that mm-hmm. he could pass his katra, and they could they could find a new body for his soul. Mm-hmm. And this, they just use triple augment. Like, uh, regenerate. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, for yeah, me, yeah. is like,
2: Vulcans they are tried to do
0: this Timor. they tried to do that in this movie and i think that they didn't know and this is we were talking about this pre-show it's like you can tell i feel like that scene was written by people who don't understand star trek otherwise they would have understand the paramount nature of the original version of that scene. yeah and they were just like sure it's a different timeline like let's switch it and it's like yeah that's you didn't that's, do just, it. that's kind you of didn't what
4: i was it. yeah what i was thinking, I, well, too, like it's like mm. they're in a room like oh, 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 oh it would be cool <laughs>
1: <don't> know, like, <laughs> just switch it. switch it. Just switch it. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian's
2: like, oh bro, I got a good idea. <laughs> Groundbreaking.
1: That's how your voice yeah. was. Yeah.
2: I don't know but personally. That's, I'm that's always a, I'm I'm always playing devil's advocate. I'm always like on the other side mm-hmm. of things. That's just it's it's not it's it's no bad I love everybody here. For me, I haven't seen that. I yeah, I, I, no, no, I haven't seen that right. So like maybe I'll feel different once I do finally get to that. But I do like that they switched it because to me it's the same to me it's the same adage of like, well, in the comic book, in Marvel comic books, right. they do it like this, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, go watch, mm, go read the yeah. comic to get that. This is this thing. But for yeah. me, yeah. it's like, but but for me, I've been with these characters for of like course. a movie and a half now. So to see somebody like Kirk finally lose, but he lost for a greater purpose, and to see he started off as this brash kid mm-hmm. who didn't really care about nothing and kind of didn't even care about dying but then dies for all of these people that he cares for and for mm. Spock who's like you know you know for him like maybe death is illogical in the moment who couldn't figure out cuz norm- normally Spock figures stuff out he's like no 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 if you do this there is a 43% chance that you might die right. like he's right. that he's that person you know what right. i mean and so for him to like you could see it in his face, like Zachary Quinto played it so well. You could see that he was trying to figure out how to get sure. him out of this, and he mm-hmm. couldn't get him out of this. He had to sit there and watch his friend die, and finally connect. To me, I I genuinely love that scene. I don't even if I go and, and well, I see how explain, it was originally really done. Yeah,
4: like that's I feel like if I go see how
2: it, that's the yeah. moment he realizes, like he I have, a I have a friend. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. somebody really that cares for me. In a way that he probably cares for Uhura or he cares for he cared mm-hmm. for his mom or right. you know, have mm-hmm. those emotions. He never thought that those would be reciprocated back to him. So that scene kind of tore me up, especially when he's like, I'm scared, and you don't hear Kirk say he's scared. I did like right? that.
6: Yeah. And, and
2: so like to that. me, it just it just hits different. I mean, I can't wait to watch the original scene and probably be even more ripped to shreds than I was like watching this scene. <clears throat> but for me, in the context of these films, I felt like it was it was. It was good for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. One last person. We well, there's two actors we haven't even mentioned that were in this movie. they actually played pretty big. Parts. Alice Eve, Alice Eve, and Peter Weller. And Peter seeing Weller. Peter Weller and... play yes. a villain, which which was pretty great because he's Shocker. usually not a he's no, not I'm a sorry. villain most of the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, seeing RoboCop play the bad guy is pretty mm-hmm. great. So good. That's um, all I
4: can hear is RoboCop.
1: And seeing Alice so Eve, well, I wish
4: they would have worked the RoboCop line in there. Though. That would have been nice. But That'd seeing be... <laughs>
1: Alice Eve in this, you know, I think that she was hired for one reason um and i think that they insisted to give us what was that reason because she's pretty? Uh, what was that reason? I'm pretty sure it's because she was she's pretty and because they could put her in her underwear for a minute and yeah, they managed yeah, to do that, that for that. no reason whatsoever. I know. Like,
4: yeah. like didn't Michael
1: Bay,
3: I mean,
2: that's essentially what they... <laughs> they yeah. did that in the first one with Zoe Saldana and the other actress who I've seen her other things. I just can't remember oh, her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. So the with green days, alien when, at least makes Kirk sense to the continuity
1: him. of the original series and he was going after a green alien to have sex with. That works to... No, 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 no. A little better. But
2: still yeah. having her... But still... There's it... there's never a plot reason to have somebody in their underwear. Yeah. There's never a plot reason.
1: I mean if people, there's, there's, to if me, people are having sex, reason. they should probably be in their underwear you, or naked. But you don't have
2: to but you don't have to see it. Right. But you don't physically have yeah. to see it. Because they always show women in their underwear. Like literally Zoe Saldana's whole role in that in that one scene was to walk in, take and off her take clothes her and then push yeah, him exactly. out the door. Right. She didn't have to get naked for that. Right.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Like why was she naked for that? Why was she in, well she wasn't naked, but why was she in her underwear for that? Like there was mm. no reason for that you know, but it's just, you know, that's just, that's a big J.J.'s like, on. well, you
3: see, the I, I can't tell you, it's my mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, search deep within my mystery box
1: to find out, yes. With yeah. Zoe, I'm gonna give it to you, I still think him and her being in bed and her being in her underwear, the green that's alien, fine. I mean, that makes that's sense fine. to me, but I Zoe mean, coming in and just taking her you know. Makes
0: sense. But again, but La's right, like, Zoe didn't need to take her clothes off. She right. didn't yeah. need yeah. to get her clothes Zoe, I'm yeah. um, just As far as Eve, like, I, I'm, I'm a mm. feminist. If you guys don't know, welcome. Um, yeah. <laughs> and having the like the biggest scene that Carol is in, Doctor, yeah, Carol mm-hmm. Marcus. Exactly.
2: Why is she butt naked? Right. She okay. can
4: dismantle these insane weapons,
2: torpedoes. But but mm. she need to be she need to be naked. But, yeah, we gotta yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know very reminiscent. Her, it's her. very reminiscent in a movie where Joker called. A harley nurse and she was like i went to school for eight years right mm-hmm. four years of residency and he mm-hmm. called me yeah. nurse <laughs> sir right. doctor yeah
0: having carol be naked for no reason didn't make any sense mm-hmm. um especially because of how important of an actual character is and this Gee, yeah. in this timeline we don't know that yet mm-hmm, but great. she's a huge character
2: does she end up with kirk they have a child together, yeah. Okay, I thought so. Oh, yeah. When I, when I, again, it's one of those things where I didn't really research her character, but it's one of those mm-hmm. things where, like, when you see their interactions, I'm like, is this a nod to something I don't know about? <laughs> I was like, yes. just, a, I'm like, this is something I don't know. I mean, this is something I don't know about.
3: But I almost fine. don't like that scene even more knowing that now because it's like right. she's naked because they're gonna have a baby someday.
1: Like, <laughs> so, okay. It's a weird uh, nod cool. to fans nice. in a strange way. Uh,
2: <laughs> right, right, right that's um, hilarious like, cool, and then we never see her again right right yes why Almost bring her in a
0: genius scientist
2: no for sure but, why- but again
0: in this timeline we don't mm-hmm. know that so but my I'm, thing I'm, is I'm, this again. if
2: you're not i mean but this was before like marvel and like well not really but this is like nobody i, I don't think anybody was paying attention to like how marvel like through line their things so mm-hmm. like if you were going to create a trilogy you should have actually created a trilogy. The only thing that carries over from the trilogy is these characters. So, like, if you're not gonna have a Carol's character, like, pull over to the third one, just make mention of her.
6: Yeah, they didn't and even I understand.
2: Mention her. And I understand she was a plot point in this film because, like, if it wasn't, I mean, even though her daddy was like, "Oh, you think you can't come over here?" <laughs> Yoink, and just brought her over to the ship and just like lit up this, you know, <laughs> the USS Enterprise. But like. You kind of still didn't need her because she was just like he won't blow, he won't kill everybody if I'm here, and it's just like again, of course he will. Yeah. He clearly a maniacal maniac. Like, he's yeah. crazy. He's, he's, a, he's, he's, he's a crazy. But essentially having that plot point and then having him just yoink her out of the out of the ship, <laughs> you, you didn't need her. You didn't need. <laughs> that's one of my favorite <laughs> words. You didn't need. <laughs> you didn't need her there essentially. So if you're not going to carry her over to the third film, you should just mention her in this film, yeah, and then Something. kept going with your business because right. it doesn't. It's just. She's too important, and for y'all to just have her, it's like the J.J. Abrams effect, where he's like, "I'm gonna give you a little taste of what y'all used to, but I ain't gonna do it right." So, I mean, we'll go. yes, um,
4: agreed. So this is this is a side project for Lala. I need you to go in oh. to all of these um, films. I need yeah. you to whenever they do a transporter thing, I need you to add the audio of yoink, yoink, every time they do a transporter.
1: <laughs> so, I got you,
4: Thanks.
1: Okay, so we're gonna we're you gonna want hit the my pre-
2: voice or you want somebody else? No, your no, yours, yours
1: okay. totally yours. <laughs> okay. We're gonna hit the pre-review uh, so that we can see what's coming up this week to watch, and then we're gonna be back to talk about Star Trek Beyond and give you our thoughts on all three films. We shall be right back.
5: The pre-review with blind biggie. The pre-review with blind biggie. Hi, I'm Blind Biggie. Welcome to the Pre-Review for the week of October 7th through 13th. The Pre-Review is where I tell you about upcoming releases in the movie theaters and beyond. First up on October 10th is Falling for Christmas. Now this is Lindsay Lohan's first film in three years. A young newly engaged heiress has a skiing accident in the days before Christmas. After she is diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of the handsome cabin owner and his daughter lindsay lohan stars as well as cord overstreet from glee now the trailer for this looks like some great holiday fun and adventure the romantic comedy falling for christmas airs on netflix november 10th moving to november 11th we have black panther wakanda forever queen Ramonda shuri mbaku okoye and Dora Milaj fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. As the Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with Nakia and Everett Ross to forge a new path for their beloved kingdom. This trailer looks powerful and it's definitely going to be an emotional trip. Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes to theaters on November 11th. Next up is The Fablemans, directed by Steven Spielberg. This movie stars Michelle Williams and Paul Dano, and you'll also see appearances by David Lynch and Seth Rogen. Young Sammy Fableman falls in love with movies after his parents take him to see The Greatest Show on Earth. Armed with a camera, Sammy starts to make his own films at home, much to the delight of his supportive mother. Now I gotta tell you, the trailer for this looks phenomenal. Uh, It almost looks like a Steven Spielberg type of a biography in a way because I know he was a film kid This movie looks fantastic and I'm definitely looking forward to it. The Fablements comes to theaters on November 11th Next up the friendship game A group of teenagers in a small town discover a strange object that tests the strength of their friendship Now this movie has Peyton List she's from Cobra Kai and Nickelodeon's Bunked as well as Jesse And you also have Miranda Edwards, who appeared in Mean Girls and also the Snowpiercer series. This is from writer Damian Ober, who wrote The Oa and Dominion. The information I read on The Friendship Game says it's science fiction, which I don't doubt, but it also looks like it has elements of horror, as the trailer was kind of spooky in itself. The Friendship Game has a limited release in movie theaters and airs on HBO Max November 11th. Next up is Paradise City which stars Bruce Willis and John Travolta. This movie is also directed by Chuck Russell, who's the director of such films like The Scorpion King, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, and The Mask, starring Jim Carrey. After his father is violently murdered, Ryan Swan carves his way through the Hawaiian crime world to wreak vengeance on the kingpin he holds responsible. Now, Blake Jenner plays the lead in this, and he just looks like he does such a great job. We also see an appearance by Stephen Dorff. Paradise City has a limited release in theaters and hits video on demand November 11th. Now for what looks to be an excellent comedy drama, Sam and Kate. This movie stars Dustin Hoffman, Sissy Spacek, Jake Hoffman, and Skylar Fisk, a life-affirming family dramedy that takes place in a small town in the heart of the country. Bill, played by Dustin Hoffman, a larger-than-life father to Sam, played by Jake Hoffman, who has returned home to take care of Bill and his ailing health. While home, Sam falls for a local woman, Kate, played by Skylar Fisk. This looks to be an excellent drama comedy, and I am a huge Dustin Hoffman fan, so I'm always down for him. The dramedy Sam & Kate hits movie theaters November 11th. And last movie on my list is Spirited, starring Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And we also have Octavia Spencer in there, too. I'm really looking forward to that. This is a musical version of Charles Dickens' story of a miserly misanthrope who's taken on a magical journey. And of course, we know that Ebenezer Scrooge is visited by three ghosts, and it helps to change his life forever for the better. It looks like we're gonna see some great musical numbers, and I can't wait to see Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds dancing on the screen. It's gonna be so great. Spirited hits movie theaters November 11th, and then is streamable on Apple TV Plus November 18th. That's all for this week's pre-review. Hope to see you out there.
1: And we are back with uh, the panel here to discuss one more Star Trek film. Thank you, Blind Biggie, for the amazing pre-review. You always do a smashing job with that. And you are amazing. definitely dialing it and we really appreciate everything you do for us. As well as another huge shout out to Aina, also known as Hannah. She is the big behind the scenes person. We wouldn't have everything we have without her. She's
2: the backbone of the real study. She
1: really, really is. So uh, please follow both of them, as well as the rest of the panel, as well as our special guest, Lieutenant Commander Ray on all social medias. That said, we're going to get right into the last movie tonight, and that is Star Trek Beyond. This is the third and final Kelvin timeline film with a potential fourth one coming up. This one has changes directors as well as screen flares. And uh, we will discuss this, (laughs) but Um, it's
2: still produced by JJ. Yeah,
1: JJ was still still on set all the time. You're not wrong, Um, but it's definitely (laughs) definitely different. Yeah, uh, so Tyler, let's start with Tyler this time. And
2: I knew you were gonna start with Tyler. Well, I'm trying to, you know, there's
1: not enough movies for us Ah. all to start, but I try to divvy it up. So, Tyler, let's hear what was your thought on Star Trek Beyond.
3: Um, I think this is the best out of the three, to be honest, only because like it felt I just had fun. It was the most fun out of the three of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as I heard Justin Lin was directing, I was like, "Cool, Fast and Furious. We know it's gonna be dope. Like, we're just gonna have a thrill ride the entire time." Um, this is family. Gonna... Yeah. yeah. Nope, family hashtag.
2: Oh, <laughs> but it kind of I... was though. It it's was hashtag crew though. It was still kind of family. It's the same
3: okay. thing. This family. So good. Like, I'm still here. I'm gonna. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna do it that way. Um, I. I like that. Well, one, there's not the absence of lens players, like most, for the most part. You get, like, there was points where yeah, I, like, I turned to my girlfriend, and I was like, oh, look, they're talking, and, like, we're just, we're just watching. There's no, yeah, exactly. There's no, like, swinging around, and all that stuff. <clears throat> um, I did, I call this the Last Jedi of the Star Trek trilogy <laughs> because I felt, I feel like it was divisive at the time because I remember people, like, what is, like, they were like, oh, this isn't like the first two. But I liked it. Like they, they did. They took a chance. They split up the crew, which mm-hmm. was a big. Like I was like, oh, this can go like not cool really quick.
4: It's like, kind they of did funny because like... to me that's like kind of classic Star Trek stuff. Like they split the crew like all the time. Voyage Home, they get and split up. Other things, like yeah.
3: And that's coming from someone who's like I've never watched Star Trek, but I just assumed that was more a Star Trek thing. Yeah, like I felt yeah. like that felt like what it should have been. Um. I Did like that Justin Lin was adding his flavor because there was a lot more diversity in the cast, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It just you like to there's a more lot more aliens. character, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think, um, Sulu was, I think his partner, he's, I think he was gay in mm-hmm. correct, mm-hmm. Yeah. he's great, he gay yeah. on his timeline. Yep. I was like, that's mm-hmm. cool. I, was like, Yo, I mean, um, Sulu was
0: always canonically gay,
6: yeah, okay,
3: mm-hmm. so, they just yeah. never showed, they didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't yeah. make that apparent in the first two, no. so I was like, um, yeah, um. I did like that they paid tribute to Leonard Nimoy because we lost a bunch of people that year. It was 2015, I think. Like, David mm-hmm. Bowie, too, I think that year. Uh, but yeah, the movie was really fun. Um, I thoroughly enjoy any time they've managed to fit in a BC Boy song for any moment, no matter how. I was like, yeah, this is cheesy, but this is exactly like, <laughs> this is what we needed.
6: But it
2: worked so yeah. well. They needed mm-hmm. like loud frequencies, and like it worked so nope. well for me the beastie boys are trekkies they oh, don't really? license their
0: their music for movies that's very they true only did it because it was star trek Damn.
6: That's, that's very awesome.
2: true they do not license oh, that
1: makes it oh, that's better so that's so very good.
2: true they do not license wow. their ah, that is Correct. very true yeah gotta
1: love yeah. it gotta love it so uh ray what what was your thoughts on beyond
0: um this is my favorite one of the three um I think, and I'm glad you got this, Tyler, Um, it is the one that feels most like Star Trek. Um, And I think it's, like I said before, I think it's the best version of Kirk. I think they really gave Sulu a lot to work with. Um, And Idris was fantastic as Kroll. Like, they really don't pay attention to this on his resume, but he was fantastic
2: as Kroll. He was, I
1: agree. Yeah. How about you, Law?
2: Um, um, I mean, I'm with the consensus, you know, for the most part. I I enjoyed this film. It was a fun ride. I felt like all the characters settled into themselves. So you could you could just sit back and enjoy this. You didn't have to like look for things because you kind of got that character development through like the first two. And so you're just like this film, you could just sit back and be like, All right, so what kind of shenanigans are they gonna get in today that I can like enjoy? And so that was fun. I loved um Sophia Butella as Jayla.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: She really gave me like seven of nine vibes, which is why, which I said I would come back to seven of nine, because it was kind of like from the episode that I saw, like seven of nine was like trying to essentially find a new collective. Like she was so used to having like these people in her head and having like this kind of like co- collective, like this unity that like she had to like they they showed like in flashbacks of her really trying to integrate into Starfleet to have that same type of feeling, and for me. Jayla was I feel like Jayla was like a a nod to Seven of Nine in a way and it possibly could could have not been but for me that's kind of how I saw it because Jayla was just as smart just as cunning as any Starfleet um Academy member or anything like that and the, all she needed was people behind her because her fear kept her at bay and so to finally because like her family her family was mostly so understood that but to finally have somebody stand up for her which was mm-hmm. Scotty and then to have uh, Kirk not leave her mm-hmm. in the you know, and man is told her like they're gonna leave you and, boom, 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 and then for that not to happen. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just love that type of bond and that type of like, especially when for me, Kirk was being a bit of a dick. Okay, when she was just like, Yo, I don't want to, I don't want to show y'all of this place because my family died in this place, people die, and I'll never go back there. And then he told Scotty, Like, leave her alone. And Scotty's like, Yo, 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 she's lost people too like pretty much like calm down bro like you're not the only person to lose people like type of thing you know um it's pretty much like rocket when he was like we all got dead people <laughs> right right. <laughs> so you know it's one of the things so like i love that scotty had a connection with her i love it and she's and to me it's so annoying that sophia butella is so gorgeous and she acts so well like whenever i see her and stuff i'm just like Ugh, you're amazing why are you this pretty as well it's very much like the jared leto effect like but he's a dick though so it kind of like kind of eases it, it balances but him like, out,
1: right yeah it balances
2: it right it yeah. balances him off right but he's so pretty but he's a very 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 well accomplished actor he can sing i said what's happening but he's a when dick so like it balances off. he's
0: excellent
4: and
2: they yeah. give yeah. him when they give him good roles when he's not, roles, pallian, when he's he's not like when he's not steampunk jo- joker he's amazing Um. Yeah you know he's he's great but this film to me was like it's it just it it accomplished what the first two films couldn't mm. and probably what the first two films tried to um because i felt like what they did in the first one they tried to recreate in the second one but just didn't do it well enough like the the nostalgia that they gave us in the first one right it's very reminiscent of the force awakens you're like okay i've been here before
5: mm-hmm. i
2: like this and we can get new people into this and then the second one you're like it's too many references you're not there's not enough story but okay but even though you know for a lot of people the rise of skywalker you know degraded with even more but for me you know beyond was beyond <laughs> 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 i'm tired don't worry about me <laughs> <Go
1: ahead. laughs> brian as he tricks the drink what did you think of uh, beyond um yoink um
4: well much like what like what tyler and lala and everyone's saying um is uh it's just it's just a fun fun movie it does feel more like star trek like i grew up on the next generation Mm. and i i did see a little bit like my father grew up on you know original stuff so i did see some of that but uh next generation is like my kind of reference point and this felt like some of the episodes from next generation in, in a lot of ways um yeah, it was cool. that's like I do have this one thing though, where like, why does the Enterprise always have to get just so just decimated? No, decimated every time. <laughs> like
2: to shreds. In, the movies. Like, in like, the movies, in the it movies, does. yeah, the yeah. movies,
1: it
6: just
4: gets yeah,
6: this, to
2: shreds. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, like y'all got the funds to keep rebuilding this ship. Man. They had to
1: get <laughs> no. to the A version. That's why no, they had right. to get there, yes. right? Yeah. I does it that happen often in the, in the show? show? No, not no, as much. They don't
0: destroy the ship in the okay. show, but in the movies they do.
1: Yeah. Okay. And, like, I was wondering do, that like, the whole time. There the was, like, a saucer separation, separation happens in the show once. I think. Oh, twice. It was okay.
4: Cool. Like, yeah, they're trying to like do this okay, whole Ray. process of like saucer separation. She
6: liked twice. Okay. But,
4: um, but yeah, it was it's it's a fun one. I mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to see someone else get behind the uh, director get in the director's chair, um, and yeah, just a great, you know, like. We got to see a little more of the characters. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was great. We got to see more of Chekhov too, and that's what it felt yeah. like, you know. So, yeah. yeah, and this was like also kind of dedicated yeah. to Anton as well. Yeah,
6: this movie. Oh, was and released. I love that They broke
0: uh, up. actually, um, so you I'm sorry, meaning, uh, the, no, the no, scene you where um Bones and Kirk. Are taking a shot. They say they got the vodka from yeah, his, from,
6: from
2: his vodka. Yeah. Um, they
0: yeah. actually shot that scene after after he died. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah So yeah.
1: This movie was released three days after he died, from what it was from what I saw. So they yeah, even they, had uh, to yeah. throw the For Anton in at the very last yeah. minute there. Um, I was looking yeah. at that just now just to see because I was really yeah. curious. He
2: died. He died a month before the release. No, so no, no. They this had so this like...
1: this quite literally just from what I'm seeing, and I'm again just looking at IMDb. This was supposed to be released on the 22nd of July and he died on the 19th. Uh, so that's that's uh, 3 days prior to the release. Yeah, now it might I have been like scene, special sc- screening uh, screening, sorry.
0: Um if you notice in that scene they actually pour
2: a shot for him.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: There's three Damn. shot glasses. So they actually you
4: see the the, shot the third
1: glasses. shot. Yeah, they
2: right. they yeah, they they clink that one glass and then right. they, they drink it. He died in June not july, not july. Yeah, okay
1: that's what i was reading wrong thank yeah. you thank yeah, you for read, that
2: no 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 problem. Okay. no problem um that's why i was blinking i was like
1: is a, I, I i you know i can't tell my months apart it's that's a very it's it, fine it's, they it's, both it's, have j's after
2: 2020 j like, no.
1: even they're both they start with j <laughs> uh so um i didn't watch this one until actually it hit digital um and i actually got a copy Ooh. of it and brought it home and uh put it on my list and didn't watch it for like three years so i actually saw this one for the first time (laughs)
6: uh,
1: in 2019 i think or 2020 even so it wasn't that long ago but watching it again this time i I have to agree it was just i I set myself up when i shouldn't have i should have just sat down and watched it because i have enjoyed pretty much every Mm -hmm. other track with the exception of the motion picture um that i've ever watched (laughs) and genuinely i even think well we could talk about Nemesis another time. Um, <laughs> this movie, it, it feels raw. It feels like they're they're against their own elements because they don't have all the tech. They don't have the ship at their, you know, they don't have the computer there to do whatever they want. Um, mm-hmm. They have to actually think on their feet and get things done.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, I I know we already mentioned Sabotage being brought back in from the first film to this film, but the moment that Kirk hears it and he kind of goes... Yeah, good choice. Right. I I, yeah, I choice, absolutely so. love that, <laughs> and I love that you do have an action director directing this film. And so it looks mm-hmm. like the Enterprise is surfing a wave of fire, which I think is phenomenal to mm-hmm. watch, you know, him yeah. go up the, the it's ship. It's very go up cinematic. This, it Not really say was. the other one
2: wasn't, but this one was very cinematic.
1: This one was more yeah. cinematic. Even the way that they went mm-hmm. through warp in this one, instead of always being from behind mm-hmm. the ship, they actually showed it from the side in the bubble. And I was like, Oh, Justin, look at you kind of going from a different angle on this and 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 changing things up. Um, you could tell an action director directed this, but somebody who still loved the material that they were working with somebody who mm-hmm. took it seriously and of course jj was there going no 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 yes 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 you know doing doing the producer sure. thing um, yeah. so yeah i i i did enjoy this one more than into darkness as well i, I would say that yeah. into darkness is i like that least. they
2: um i like that they um I wanna like that they crashed everybody. <laughs> I love that everybody had to escape because I feel like when you break down characters and then you build them back up, it it has it has a better, it sits better on my palate. I'm like, mm, that was good because they earned this, they earned this outcome. Mm-hmm. And nine out of ten, when you watch these type of movies, they don't earn a, earn an outcome. It's very plot driven, and you're just like, okay, this is gonna happen because mm, this is part of the plot. This one felt more like grounded, more lived in, more like stakes were higher. And I like that they paired people with other people that they never paired together so you had like you know spock and mccoy and you had Chekov and kirk until they got to scotty and jayla and then you know and it's i think it's smart to put scotty with somebody like jayla because anybody else probably would have tried to run over her and he's like i think i need her to protect me so okay I, i'll go with you <laughs> especially <laughs> go, when she I'll did
1: go. she saved his you ass
2: know? Saved his, right, she saved his life, so it's like, oh, I'll, I'll go with you. And then you had Uhura and, and Sulu together, and I just like I liked those dynamics to see how people like act together. The only thing I don't like, and I know this was fan service, and it's not that I didn't really like it, it's just, okay, I didn't like it, whatever. It's not a bad thing, but I just didn't like it. Was that the USS Franklin was such a big thing that I could care less. Yeah,
0: because it wouldn't have made sense in this timeline, because you wouldn't Because, have it,
2: because it they. Uh, have they didn't leave any breadcrumbs throughout these other two films for me to be like, yo, this is a big discovery. I just had to believe them when they were like, No way, this is the, yeah. we've been looking for this for ages. And it's just like I was just like
3: Yeah, I was searching for the answers from the first two of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The Franklin was
2: mentioned in the
0: in the prime timeline, but it was but you I'm, you see it in, in Enterprise. It's one of the ships that's being deployed from space dock. Uh, so the fact that from Enterprise to this show, that's the, like, that part is really just, like, Trekkies would be like, oh, my God, the Franklin, like, they did, like. <laughs> they no, I, that's of, why I yeah. knew
2: it was fan yeah. service, because my my brain was like, I knew, I didn't pretty much watch these movies back to back. I ain't heard nothing about no USS Franklin.
4: <laughs> me, me <laughs> so... I just took it as, like, I didn't need a reference point for the USS Franklin. Mm-hmm. It was just a old-ass ship that
2: yeah i did i mean just excited i wanted, to be, excited. Like, um, I wanted right. to be just excited that they found it i wanted to be like in that moment with them and i was just like all right you found a ship fix it up let's go like what are we doing like, but <laughs> because, i wasn't like engrossed as i wanted to be
0: um like what made the biggest what made the biggest point of that like one the ship is important to mm-hmm. star trek canon because we know what that ship means it's like mm-hmm. literally like one of like the first like few ships um well didn't but they also, mention some of
4: the history about, regarding like
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Warp Drive yeah. or
2: something like, like that. Yeah. It was like one of the
0: first Yeah. Um, yeah. But four. also because um, it is. he was a he was a makeup, which they only introduced that um job um in Enterprise, which is basically uh. like a SWAT team, but for uh-huh. but for interstellar travel. Like they were placed on the Enterprise during uh like a huge interspecies conflict that was like the whole third season of enterprise so other than that show you'd never know what it what a makeup
1: was oh wow interesting interesting you are right though interest elba does a phenomenal job he does an amazing job
2: i have a question for ray it's it's about the prime um spock passing away Mm -hmm. did he never go home um. No, he died in the
0: Kelvin timeline. He, d- he, okay. he couldn't. He couldn't go back to the. Okay.
2: All right. Jesus. Yeah. Because I was watching this movie and I was just like, "So how he get his stuff? Like, should he be back in the?"
1: He brought that stuff no, with him Yeah.
0: Like
2: gonna, in Star- no 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 because Trek- no, I thought like he was I thought he went back to his time like that's where my yeah. brain was I thought he went back he to his lived. time yeah, so when he died when he died I was like why did I was like how. Why are they even connecting? Why are they? <laughs> Why well, are they- we, but well, he was still it, here, so that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah no, like if you remember okay. at the end of the first movie, when Spock says he's gonna leave mm-hmm. Starfleet to go help the like yeah. 10,000 Vulcans that live, they were basically mm-hmm. refugees. Mm-hmm. Ambassador Spock, who was an ambassador in the prime timeline, he says that he'll do that. And so he, I mean, he had no way to get back. You, you can't just. Okay.
1: Yeah, so yeah, he okay. went to. It was happenstance yeah. that they I, made it to this timeline through the black hole, as it was. It was. An accident. I might have.
2: Right. I might have right. nodded off at that point. So okay, thank you. Because I was just like, I was confused. I was just like, how? How does he have his effects? How is he getting these things from another when timeline? The red he's ship. in their timeline. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he's. He in was this carrying timeline, that so, okay, picture around with him
1: yeah. right. d- d- when he came back with the red matter ship.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was all like with him and the ship, but I was just so confused on how he how. Our spot got that. They stuff. delivered was it like, to him.
6: It was in his well. Yeah, yeah, I was
2: like, I was like, but he's in the, he's not in this timeline, yes. but he was. So that was my fault. So. <laughs> I
1: did like that. I <laughs> right, loved so. seeing him open up the picture to see Beautiful. the original crew. Yeah, and and, and yeah. we get that just a little yeah. bit of the the, the score. I thought uh,
2: that was a hard. Yeah, I like I it. But that was a hard set to be on because not only did Leonard, Leonard Nimoy die, but. Like I know Anton was alive during some of that, but I know they probably did some reshots and stuff like that. And he wasn't there. Yeah. And, you know, and especially that scene between McCoy and Kirk. I'm pretty sure that was a hard that was a hard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that press run was hard. You know, can't even think about how that went. So yeah. That's sad. Yeah.
6: He
1: was only twenty seven. It's um Yeah.
6: It's a baby, it's man. He was. I
1: mean he was eighteen yeah. when he did the I first saw one. Him like,
4: I saw him like a few months before he past like,
1: that's right because you worked on the same set
4: yeah he, oh, we what? had the we had the portland screening of green room and he came he came up um and then we had all got news like the director had sent us all an email about him passing so.
3: my past roommate I met him in a bar just a random oh, bar crazy. he bought his drink and everything he oh wow it's out a
1: conversation yeah from everything it's I saw so in, the, in, in the back, behind the scenes, I watched pretty much most of the behind the scenes for these films this time. But apparently he was a real-life genius. Like, he was just smart as a... As a oh, you could tell he was very... He was, was wicked, was very, wicked yeah. smart. Um, him also and... Also just um, really
4: kind. Right, like, that's what they were saying. He treated everybody on set. Like, he was also like
1: really people. funny and ridiculous yeah. and knew, like, four languages. Um, apparently oh him and Bruce Greenwood and um, and uh, Carl Urban would play chess on set together and oh, wow. anton would destroy them like and a, like not sort of like he would destroy them uh-huh. and bruce you should watch the behind the scenes just for the original star trek because or the original kelvin star trek because yeah. bruce greenwood is asked about it on uh during the interviews and he just he's just like new subject and you can tell he's so salty <laughs> um it, it's yeah. great you know and you hear these stories and you're like man that's just one of those keith ledger style tragedies that you're just like wow why did this happen to such a young yeah, person it's such gone. a talented person on so far he really would you know he would have he would have i mean just the roles he would have had in the last five years yeah. alone would have been amazing he could have been in don't
3: worry darling yeah Maybe. totally honestly
2: <laughs> if i'm being oof, my movies. god because yeah. no offense to, to harry but offense to harry you know no offense. i haven't i haven't seen it i, I, I
6: haven't even planning on watching it oh, yeah. so. <laughs>
1: so any other thoughts on beyond um again not the the most like cutting edge none of these three movies had the most cutting edge stories there was nothing like holy crap Uh, you know when you get to the end and you find out spoilers that uh, idris elba is just another starfleet officer when
2: i i mean which was which was Khan. he was essentially they made him a starfleet officer they kind of like changed so essentially two and three are the same I just want to say
0: like it wasn't apparent in the movie, but that was a lie. He was not actually a section thirty one officer. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I just feel like they were I feel like they were repeating
1: Well Balthazar was at least. He at least was given. Yeah, no, He was actually a
2: Mako that they that they
0: gave commission to when they disbanded the Mako's to make him a captain. Yeah. No, that
2: was real. Mm -hmm. Right. I like Idris, though, but I like the fact that okay. I don't know. I feel like this film had a lot because he was sucking the energy out of people. It was very, like, Eternals, with the Deviants was, like, human, oh, yeah. human. It was very much like that. Um, I know this movie came out first, but still, I was just, like, distilling the energy, and you, you become more human? Like, I was just like, mm, I need to... I need to I need I mean, he to. wasn't.
0: It, the technology was alien. That's why when mm-hmm. he consumed them, he looked different every time. If you every know time, movie, yeah, every he looks time he looked different yeah. because it depends on either the the, the species that he he's consuming yeah. that oh, wow. changes every time. him. That's why each one of those people that was his crew looked different because they yeah. were also oh. crew members of the
2: Franklin. And, yeah. yeah, and he oh, like wow. he changed them. Yeah, I mean I know that much about it. I was just like, is I just felt like it was a lot for one film, and then mm. you don't really expand on it because to me right. it's an interesting it's an interesting take for them to be like this crew got stranded. They lost their faith in the people that they were supposed to have their most faith in. And to survive, they did some otherworldly stuff to survive. Like they got, they, essentially his story and Kirk's story are like the same story. Both of them got lost in a way. And before Kirk could become this, like Idris's character, he he switched it around and where Idris's character was just too far gone. So to me, like it linked up, but it, I just feel like there, there could have been like maybe a more, uh, a smoother way of doing that. This was like a little rougher way of doing it, even though I still enjoyed the film wholeheartedly, Mm -hmm. but it was just like, it just, because it like the scene where um, he's uh, in the tube, he's trying to like put the tube in the ventilation system and they fight for a little bit and then Kirk finally gets him down. He's just laying there and Kirk's like about to save the world. He's just sitting there. I was like, so what took you so long to get up there, bro? Like he didn't hurt you that bad. That you just couldn't get up and like you go, also hey.
0: think he was weak because the energy transference was wearing off. Was he it? had the additional strength from consuming this from consuming the people, which was what was sustained him that hundred years was because he was using them to stay alive. And oh, once he anymore. stopped consuming yeah. them, that's why him. he was so weak. He started yeah. turning back into a human. Yeah. Okay, so he, he consumed regular. a
1: lot of people, is what it, it was kind a of down to a like a lot of people.
2: people, right? right. So yeah. that's what they were saying. So, my okay, so does that happen with all his crew members or just him? Because that one dude was tearing only, Jayla up. Only
0: some of the only some of the crew lived. Like, if you remember in some of the scenes, they show like I would say max five to ten people, but all of the other people mm. that he had were different species, they didn't look mm. the same yeah. as him. So, only a few of the crew survived by using the same energy transference.
2: See, that he was. You have to like explain it to me. Right. I couldn't get that from mm-hmm. the movie. It was the
1: captain's kinda log sucked. that they kind of de- detail all of this Exactly. Out. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a lot. It, it is a lot kinda to throw suck. into is, one. But again, not, we are talking a about the director throw of Fast and the Furious 7 here, cramming a bunch of plot in Very there. True. You know, I'm not right. trying to knock him. I'm just saying You're he's right. an action director.
2: But for me, I was just like, I'm going go fight him. And then you see your reflection. For me, I thought that was about to be a turnaround. I thought that was going to be a, I that was be a turnaround no. point for him where he saw his reflection of, like, what did I become? And he was just like, glass stab. Well, I was, what he like, was
0: like, that's <laughs> That's like the, basically, I think he was seeing the reflection of the person he used to be. And that's what and that's what made him. He was just like, like him, honestly, man. if I die, I die. But I'm taking you with me. Right. Like, that, I think, was, I, I'm not this person anymore. When I was this person, you didn't come for me, basically. I mm. called for you. And, of course, at that time in... Like this is obviously lore, but like at that right. time there was no, there wasn't as distance subspace communication. Mm-hmm. Now in like the twenty fourth century, thirty second century, which is discovery, mm-hmm. they there's you could travel, you could. Send a message across the whole yeah. galaxy, but, but even not, then, they said that in that nebula,
2: but they said in that nebula exactly that nothing could get a dark, well, even, it. Even with his exactly. like lack of technology, like it was, even if he sent mm-hmm. something, they would have never received it, which is why it they never that that's why they, they had, the had to send right?
1: the girl to mm-hmm. oh, this guy's trying to, you know, do terrible things.
2: I wanted somebody to yeah. shoot her, I didn't want her to get crushed by no shit. I was like, sis, sold this mm-hmm. up she tore up our shit. twice.
1: Shoot her. She did it twice.
2: twice. Somebody shoot her in the chest, man. Straight
1: on in the chest. I ain't got time. Oh, wow. All right. That said, <laughs> uh, we do need to move into rating these three films, and we are going to let okay. the real students give their best guesses. Uh, we've already got a guess for uh, all the movie things, uh, so if you want to throw your guesses in there. Uh, we are going to start, and we're going to do this, you know, bang, 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 three in a row. Uh, why don't we start with uh, Lala, since we have not started with her this evening. And give us your three ratings,
2: okay? So for original Star Trek, I'll give it an 8.5. Uh, Into Darkness, I'll give it a 7.5. And for Beyond, I'll give it a 9 because I just had a good time.
1: That right. rhymes.
2: Right. Hey, this one today,
0: hey,
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it, I love it, Ray.
0: Um, yeah, I. Two thousand nine I give like an eight out of ten. I really like i I love that one um beyond I'm gonna skip into darkness for a second beyond I also give like an eight eight and a half I think it has the best story of all three movies um so I give that one like an eight and a half out of ten um into darkness as like an average run of the mill movie watcher just somebody who likes movies. I would give it probably an an eight uh, eight out of ten. Um, As a Trekkie, it's like a 6, maybe.
1: A 5. A 6, maybe a 5. I like it. All the movie
4: (laughs) things. 5.5. I'm going to give... First film is going to be an 8.5 for me. Um, Into Darkness is probably 7.5. And then Beyond
1: is an 8. That sounds very similar to what Law said. Tyler! Mm -hmm.
3: Miss me and Brian. I'm going to go with a 9.8.9.
1: Okay, 89. respect. Lots of, lots of respect.
2: Okay, thats because he, he enhanced. What no, I'm saying.
1: <laughs> For myself,
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna go nine six eight. Respect, uh, so Snitty.
2: Respect.
1: It's I just this time because when I first saw Into Darkness, I would have said probably more like an eight, but some of those things mm. did not hold up. The con thing, the glaring. There's other things. It just. It's dropped. The for me. glaring, the, the, well, the lens flares. Um,
2: no, I knew what you yeah. meant. But,
1: but no, the the himself, yeah. Anyway, the glaring <laughs> issues is what I was trying to get to. But yeah, I, I uh, yeah. But otherwise, I think the first I one's a good. solid showing, and Beyond surprised me, and I, I do think yeah. it deserves a higher. The high glaring,
2: rating. you're talking about Zoe because that's what she did most of the time. She was just she, staring at people. She was just staring at, at Spock like, oh, I
1: love she you. Did. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> oh, we never did. That's one last thing, Ray. I'd like to ask uh, the Klingon that they use at least in Into Darkness. Um, they brought on the original. Linguist person that did the original Klingon, so they were at least trying to stay true to that. Would you think that they oh. did a good job with the the Klingon?
0: Um, the language I specifically. like the Klingon. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not different than the than when they spoke Klingon in the uh, in the Next Generation. It's still the same version of Klingon. Um, mm-hmm. Technically, it's called Klingonese, but no one calls it that. That's um funny. I think that it, I think that it was a good okay, get us right to Vulcans to um excuse me Klingons because we're used to seeing them the original series way which was just they just basically had makeup on they just looked like humans
7: yeah.
0: um <laughs> and then in the next generation and the following three shows that they had hair and they were supposed to be bigger um but the original, like, Gene Vision, the Kelvin timeline is, like, the closest version, but they changed them again
1: in Discovery, so. Hmm, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, they are changed a lot, especially in this one, they have the, you know, all the the (laughs) actual um, piercings and other various things that you didn't see so much in the series. Um, I haven't seen the Discovery ones. I'll have to check that out, but.
2: I will say, I wish they had Zoe do more of her xenolinguistics don't tell me this is yeah. what she does. She's a and genius. Then we never edit. hear her do it. And all we get is Klingon. I was like, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So okay. one thing we didn't get to discuss ultimately is how much Star Trek has actually had a huge impact on the real world by you know coming up with concepts and ideas beforehand. But I was watching it this time and realized that these... Uh, or something that Star Trek mm-hmm. came up with as well uh, with mm. the Ohura character. She just had a giant one, you know, stuck off yeah, over they here. Had a little thing so, or yeah.
2: or um, was it the Jetsons? No, I'm so
1: <laughs> I think Jetsons Super is television. post, but anyway. Uh, well, anyway, so this has been uh, an all-Star Trek episode of The Real Study. We want to say thank you very much to our amazing and special Ray. guest, Ray. Lieutenant thank Commander Ray. Ray. We really appreciate you coming and teaching us more Trek. Uh, Come out. Try, try. We thumb thumb out, out, yeah. Yeah.
4: Thumb thumb out. so this but is thumb the way
1: out. that i out this is the way somebody
4: was doing it no this way.
2: when he did that for when, a long time when, people didn't do it like this but yeah. this is actually this when kirk it. when oh. kirk died and he put his hand up and then spock did this finger. i was like well kill me already <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 i do think we should have ray back to do more trek because it is fun we can just have like a fun set of episodes where maybe we yeah Maybe she teaches us about the original series or a little bit from each, you know, something, something along those lines. I mean, we do. We would love it. That said, this has been episode six of season two of The Real Study, and you guys all Peace have out. a great week. We will see you next time.
6: Bye. Bye.